Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When new adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I want to settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home Next week, we're going to do the show on Periscope in 360. What that means is you'll be able to watch it, but then you can, like, turn your phone around and you'll be able to see behind you or something. I don't quite understand it. But basically, I've got a gold um, Periscope account. I can stream it 360. Um, Fevzy, the gadget detective, has just said... Not Fevzy. um, Stephen Murdoch, of course, uh, has just said that he's got a 360 camera. And bishy-bashy-boshy, we are... Sorted. Good evening, dear listener. Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Let's not talk about the show that went on before. Um, because I'm not very happy with, um, I'm going to say, we nearly said those gentlemen, but that, that, that is, uh, is, is, is a lie. Not happy with them. So let's not even worry about them or talk about them. Instead, let my agent deal with it uh, via the boss. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, last night it was women only. Tonight it's losers only. (laughs) And speaking of which, it's Alan Caddick. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Alan. I must be the biggest loser of all. You certainly could be, Alan. Why, Why do you think you're such a loser? Because I, 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 I,
Which I didn't know till I called in at well, normal. Well, because you, if you'd have been listening... Well, I didn't have me radio with me while I was at the pub. This is the weird thing, right? There are, um, I can think of three callers who don't really listen to the show. There's you, there's Nigel, and there's Nigel Holy Ken. Sorry? Nigel from Maidstone. Nigel from Maidstone and Holy Ken, right? Oh, don't get me started on Holy Ken. I'm still not forgiving him for what happened before Christmas. Wow. Um, and, it, and, it, and, you know, everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. But it does strike me as odd, maybe a little bit arrogant, I don't know. Or paranoid. No. That people would phone in a radio show that they're not listening to. Do you not think that's weird, Alan? Well, I'm listening tonight on the website. Right, OK, well, that's good. That's good. Last night's show was women only, and your name flashed up on my screen about seven times. No, twice. Thrice. And well, first time Kath answered, yes. and she explained it was a woman only. I thought, OK. Yeah, she wasn't going to answer, but I, I suggested that maybe she should. To give me a heads up. Give you a heads up. So the second time you phoned up, and you I, tried to I, sneak under the radar, did you? I called myself, Alana, but Ed saw through me. Just, let's just hear Alana's voice again. Hi, I'm Alana. My friends call me Honey Boo Boo. Right, yeah, they, 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 Ed, Ed would be able to see through that. Yeah, I wonder if they've got fake voices in New Zealand. I, I think they do have fake voices in New Zealand. I don't know. He's gone off to make tea, but when he, when he comes in and delivers the tea, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and I'm going to say, Ed, do you have fake voices in New Zealand? And when, let's see what he says. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> we need some topics tonight. We do, Alan. I, I'm going to be honest with you. We haven't got any topics. Well, I have... Well... <laughs> You don't listen to the show, do you? When we do topics, no one calls in about the topics. We haven't really done topics for about six months. Well, I'm intrigued about what happened with the previous show, because I want to hear what legal action is going to be implied. And it's not legal action yet. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but um, the the gentlemen that are on before me, and I don't actually want to give them publicity by mentioning their names... But, is that J W and A G? Yeah, um, but their 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 manner is very very disrespectful, very disrespectful, and um, the studio etiquette is non-existent, and um, it, I, I'm not going to be bullied in the workplace, not 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 by a, a late '80s throwback. So. Any form of bullying is wrong. Yeah, any form of bullying is wrong. They say in China. They always blame it on Wong. I just well, got, it's not always his fault. Well, so he is a bully, though, Mr Well, maybe Wong. you need to get advice from the mother of all talkers on Friday. George Galloway wouldn't, wouldn't bu- bully anybody, apart from maybe a, sm- a small pub. But apart from that, he would not bully anybody. What about Nigel Farage? Oh, jeez, that guy's Galloway on... versus Farage? That guy is on the other radio station right now, um, spreading hate and poison. So tonight, we're going to be spreading love. I've got nothing for the show tonight, Alan. And, um, but I, I've not really got, um, I'm, I'm not feeling particularly well today. Oh, no, what happened? Oh, yeah, hang on, I, I'll, I'll talk about that in a bit, but here's something, Caddick. My mum's gone back into hospital today. Oh, no! Yes! What happened this time? Chest infection again. 
She keeps getting a little chest infection. So they, they gave her antibiotics last week and it didn't really clear it up. So she's gone into hospital to get the antibiotics on a drip. Um, oh, but, she's, but she went in today and I won't be able to pop in and see her until Saturday. So, um, yeah, poor old thing. You know what it's like, mum's going in and out of hospital. Yeah. It's not fun, is it? Oh, no. Well, from, from one person who had his mum in hospital to your mum, yes. that's had a speedy recovery. Last time she went in hospital, she was really out of it. She was delirious. And she was conv- She was in hospital, right? Yeah. And she was convinced she was in Marks and Spencer's. Oh, my God. I know. And she, I kept saying, right, Mum, do you know where you are? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Marks and Spencer's. I'm just waiting for them to open the clothes department. Can you can you get me through there so I can go and have a look at the clothes? And, we, and I, I spent the first ten minutes telling her where she was, and I told her where she was again, and then I told her, and I said, then I said, oh, actually, Mum, no, you're right, we are in Marks and Spencer's, um, and um, I hope you brought your credit card, because we're going to spend, spend, spend! Oh, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Sometimes it's best to go with the fantasy. me on Facebook... He sends his love from Blackpool. Who does? Robert. Robert who? Robert oh, your brother Robert. Oh, the good yeah. caddick. Yeah. The good caddick. Well, good for him. Sorry, I got confused for a second there. We, uh, we like your brother. Well, me and brother visited today. Uh-oh. The one from London. Oh, and how did that go? Well, well. He visited me dad's factory because he used to work there. You caddick boys are spread out literally the length of the country. Oh, no. Incredible. Crazy, crazy times, Alan. Yeah, and he bought, he bought me a late Christmas present. What was it? What was it? What was it? A mug for the allotment. He bought me a mug and some socks. From the allotment? For the allotment. For the allotment? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. All right, Alan. Up yours. Bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Jeff. Evening, Jeff. Hello. Hello, Jeff. What have you got for us? Okay, are we still doing that thing where you add things to the list? What list? The list of the best things. Oh, yeah, 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 we can continue doing the, the, the best... I want to play best things tennis with you later on, Kath. Yeah, 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 we're doing uh, things that are brilliant. What have you got that's brilliant? Okay, so it's when you go into a department store... Yeah. ...and they've got those um, massaging chairs. Yeah. And you sit on one... They're brilliant, aren't they? And it's, like, the best thing ever. They are brilliant. You've got to get... In the right kind of position, though, for it to have yeah. an effect. Oh, they can't hurt. Yeah, well, the, yeah. sometimes that pain, though, is um, is a good thing. I suppose so. Have you ever had, Jeff, um, a, 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 a real massage from a professional masseuse? No. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. That is... That is brilliant. It's a bit weird, because, you know, you, 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 you're taking your clothes, you're in your pants with a stranger. So it's a bit weird. But if you get someone who knows what they're doing, oh, it feels absolutely incredible. It's very expensive, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is expensive, and I don't do it very often. I do it as a... as a, a Every now and then I'll have, I'll have it as a treat to myself, if I've been good. It is expensive. Um, and it's... What's weird about it, Jeff, is... Um, if you're getting a full body massage, you have to completely let go of your body. Now, that sounds easy, right? That sounds easy. But um, when someone's, like, manipulating your leg or pulling your arm, your natural involuntary reaction is to kind of stiffen it or, or, or to take control of it. And so they'll be yeah. spinning your arm around and they'll go, just let go, just let go, just let go. And the more someone says, just let go, the more you kind of control your arm. And it's a very weird thing giving over... 
you know, your limbs to a stranger. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. good. It's good though. It's good. It's better than the chair. You think you think the chair is brilliant. You wait till you get oh. a proper massage. I'll see what I can do about that. Nice one, Jeff. Are you back at school yet? Yeah? Yeah, uh, well, I'm going back tomorrow. Okay, okay. Well, you hang on a minute. You, you're going back for the last two days of the week? Yep. Flip, That's stupid. It is actually, it's not a word I like to use, but I'm going to use it now. That is actually stupid. What are you going to learn in, in two days? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Well, um, Jeff, you have my permission to sit in class for the next two days and just doss around. On Monday, you've got to work. But t- Thursday and Friday, you have my permission to doss around. Thank you very much. Nice one, Jeff. Nice to talk to you, mate. Bye. Bye bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I think it's going to be one of them shows. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Anyone can call in this evening. James. Hello. Good evening. Great to talk to you. Hey, is tonight the uh, men only show? Uh, no, well, no. Well. Ev- every night is is pretty much men only show. Okay, except for last night. Tonight <laughs> it's um, black and Asians only. This evening. Okay. Uh, oh, well, that's me. Out no, here. I'm joking. No, uh, no, no. Uh, I, 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 I knew someone would come up with the snappy line of uh, when are you going to do a men only show? Well, every show, it, you know, we, we have quite a few shows where it's men only. So I don't think we need to uh, decree it. And it was interesting. I said it, it was interesting. Some, good, some really it. good calls. Some excellent calls. Some moving calls. Some tears. Some laughter. And a little bit of in between. And also, it was very interesting where the women were talking about why you happen to have um, uh, one of the highest rating shows for women listeners. Yes. Mm, I, mean, wonder, I mean, they did put their finger on a few different reasons why. Mm-hmm. I think possibly you, you empathise well with women, you talk about emotions and feelings and thoughts yes. and that sort of thing. Uh, possibly mm-hmm. also maybe it's because you're drop-dead gorgeous. Yeah, wait, do you know what? And I didn't want to say this because I didn't want to make light of it last night, but there is a strong chance that my natural hotness um, <laughs> is possibly the reason why so many ladies love listening to the Lee. Your youth appeal. Yeah, yes. There we go. Well, compared to those other two people, the unmentionables that were previously on before, I mean, yes. don't worry about them. I mean, don't forget, one's a has-been, the other one's just a, a rock music burnout, so, I mean, you know, you haven't got to worry about that. Oh, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, I mean, it is like walking into the 80s. When I, I'm, I'm refusing, and I'm going to say this on air, because I, do, I don't want to, I don't want to give them publicity, but I'm refusing to do any more handovers with the um, act that is on before this show. I'm refusing to do it. Why would I want to demean myself by entering their zoo? Well, why should you? I mean, no. yeah, I'm from principle. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's... it's, it's uh, I, think they're, I think they're trying to antagonise you, really. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I th- oh, no, they're, yeah. They're definitely trying to wind me up. So, no, I'm not playing their game. I'm not having it. Not happening. Um, my show starts at 10 o'clock. Bishy-bashy-boshy. That, that'll do. Good. That's a complete set, a separate entity from theirs. Yes. Actually, I got the impression listening to you over, on and off over the, over the time and last year that um, oh, no. you're quite keen on on uh, how talk radio can make itself more popular. Um, yes, there's, the, there's, uh, the, sta- the station itself. Yes, we're always looking for um, more and more people to discover the home mm-hmm. of free speech <laughs> ah, and lively speech, entertaining speech, compared to the other one down the road that you haven't mentioned enough. You know, it's it's it is more irreverence and fun. And oh yeah, radio. that was the, the, when we all had the meetings with the bosses about the 
show and uh, shows in the station and stuff. He, they said, look, we don't want it to to we want it, it to have bits and newsy and stuff, but we also mm. want it to be a bit show busy and yeah. a lot more chatty. The, the the other place right now has got blooming Nigel Farage. I nearly saw there Nigel Farage on talking Brexit, talking Trump, talking hate. Why would you want to listen to that? If you got school tomorrow or work tomorrow, why would you want to listen to a racist old buffoon stirring the pot? He must be standing in, because normally there's a regular guy who does late nights. Yeah, yeah, no, he's standing in for the week. uh, uh, Tonight, we're going to have a laugh. Nothing too heavy. I'm not feeling particularly well. We'll just, we'll we'll, we'll talk about what's in the papers. We'll we'll have a chat. People can call him with anything they want. We'll see where it goes. Well, to be honest, the other people don't do a free-for-all very often. No. You know, it's all very formula. Well, here's, the, here's the thing. Can I, can, I, can I blow my own trumpet? Mm, um, and I don't blow it very good often, primarily because I don't have one. But Good, good party trick. Uh, the, the, um, oh, you just reminded me. I voiced an episode of... Uh, I, I, I voiced this series for Channel 5 called Things Make You Laugh Out Loud. And oh, it, was, yeah. it was weddings today. And um, there were two bits that made me laugh out loud. One of them is there was a montage of people, uh, uh, grooms, picking up their brides and dropping them. And the comedian Dave Spikey delivered the brilliant line. He says, we have a, nor- a-, a saying up north, don't marry what you can't carry. And I thought it was so delicious. <laughs> but there was also um, a, a, a couple, a bride, d- d- walking up the aisle and being serenaded by a trumpet. And it's the worst trumpet playing oh. you've ever heard in your life. Um, but here's the thing, right? People think that the the naysayers think that doing a show, um, a, a free form freestyle show, where you come in with very little, and I've got very little this evening, they think that's easy and that's lazy and that's a kids show and that's it. But it is so much harder to do that than it is to come in and say, right, for the first hour we're going to talk about this pompous idiot that's resigned over Brexit. And then yeah. for the second hour, we're going to talk about Trump's inauguration. That's easy. Yeah. That yeah, is easy. To work to, Coming definitely. in and opening the, the switchboards with very, very little mm. is hard work. I, t- I tell you what I compare it to. It's like Les Dawson playing the piano badly. The only reason he can play the piano so badly is because he's brilliant at playing yes. the piano. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm brilliant at doing phone and I'm I'm, I'm going to I'm going to own this because I don't normally I'm brilliant at doing a phone in radio show, right? But, uh, but the show I'm doing now is like Les Dawson playing the piano off yeah. key. Just like, you're a stand-up comedian, but I presume you're good at thinking of jokes or thinking no. when you do yeah, sorry, you know you're not stand-up. No. Oh. I I I did stand-up years and years ago uh, oh. and I've not classed myself as a stand-up comedian for 15 years. I've not classed myself as a comedian for about 8 years. Um, okay. but, but I've done it, but I was never very good at it. We used to be good at thinking on your feet then to do a free-form radio show. Yeah. Definitely. I yeah. mean, otherwise you wouldn't be sat there for three hours. Uh, uh, five times and sometimes week. it doesn't work. It doesn't, it might not work tonight. That's the beauty of it, is we've had two absolutely corking, completely different shows, mm. and tonight may not work. Yeah, but that, that's part of the fun of it. That's yes. Part of it. It's exciting. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, that's, know, what, that's it. You never, you never hear or see people failing anymore if it's a if it's a film or a tv show then it's been through committees and boards very rarely do you see a tv show fail and like the same with radio shows no one is doing anything different i agree with you completely and this is something i've thought about television and radio and more so with television you know you compare it to the past the 90s and the 80s television got very safe yes very predictable very staid and one of the things that television executives uh, all, all, all all the stations 
uh, are unhappy about and decry the fact that many young people don't watch television. I've got friends of mine in their 30s, they don't bother having a TV license because they don't watch TV. Yeah. It's YouTube, it's videos, because the entertaining fun stuff is on YouTube, is on the internet. You know, where are the programs like The Word? You know, the, the Saturday morning kids programs. There's nothing on Saturday morning for kids, used to, as far as I'm aware. They used to be entertaining. Tis was, um, Go, Get Ready, or the other ones. You remember the programs. They were yes. great fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adults used to watch them. Because they were just, they were entertaining. They were, they Look were, at this! Look at this! Have you, hang on a minute, have you seen who's tweeted me? It's the communications guy for Nigel Farage! Dan <laughs> 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 no Jukes! Communications for Nigel Farage! What does that even mean, communications for Nigel Ra- well, Farage? Just, it means he's listening to your show. Here we go. <laughs> Ian Lee is getting upset that more people would rather listen to Nigel Farage than him, even though the former does radio for a living. I've replied, what are you on about, you pudding? <laughs> of course I'm not upset. He's on LBC. They've got about five times the amount of listeners that I've got. Since 1973. Dan you know. Jukes, I'm upset that you're such an idiot that you're sending me messages on Twitter when you haven't got a clue what you're talking about. And guess what, Dan? Your communications for Farage... You'll plug in my show, you prune! <laughs> so it's brilliant! I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. I appreciate the support. It's always appreciated. That's marvellous. Gosh, uh- I mean... <laughs> <laughs> James, listen, thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Ian Lee is getting upset that more people would rather listen to Nigel Farage than him, even though the former does radio for a living. What are you talking about? Of course he's going to get more listeners than me. You prat. You're supposed to be plugging his show, not plugging mine, Dan Duke 17. Absolute bell. <laughs> oh dear God, Dan, Dan, listen. You want to go? And, you want to go and work with the? Uh, why, Dan? Why are you listening to this, man? You want to go and work with the hate monster? Then that is groovy. <laughs> oh, God. And these are the idiots we're dealing with. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. Um, mm, did you listen to what James Whale and Ash was saying about you tonight? Very vicious, I would say, but there is an old saying, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. In your case, it's out of the furnace. Dave, you keep emailing me. I've got no idea what you're talking about. Of course I didn't hear what James and Ash said. Why would I listen to that rubbish? Why would I listen to that rubbish? I was too busy meditating. Um, I, I meditate for 25 minutes before the show, so I was meditating. What? Why would, why would I listen to that rubbish? You, you're insane. Everybody's insane. Um, Richard's in Camberwell. Good evening, Richard. Hello. Again, you keep, well, I've got to be the only person who knows the lo- location uh, before I come on. Yep. Well, the, the, this, this is, is it's important information, Richard, and, and we keep asking everyone else and they will not tell us. It's only because George Galloway uh, uh, once asked and, and must have printed it down somewhere. Yeah. That, well, that, that's it. It's logged into the system. And GCHQ have direct access to that now. Um, well, G- this is the thing now, because the Snoopers Charter has gone through. So GCHQ, not even GCHQ, like everybody, ev- the, cal- the, the bin men can now have access to your online data files. I know, my bin man came up to me the other day and he was like, what was this grot you were watching last yeah, week and yeah, why? And yeah. um, I, I was just like, well, how did you even know? But, um, and then he, said, he just said, Theresa May just directed he gave it to me. Yeah, they, well, they can do it. Everybody now. 
um, is allowed to look at your online... I've got nothing to hide. I have got... Come and look at the absolute filth that I watch online. I'm not ashamed of it. Wait, I've started pinning it to a lamppost now, just a list of everything that I watch every yeah. week. I just put the Lamar's lamppost, like, this is what Richard watched this week. Yeah, this is this is what um, I typed in to Pornhub, and this is what came up. Yep. Anyway, um, Richard, what have you got for us this evening? Um, well, I was actually thinking about last night's show, which I really enjoyed. Um, and it was a weird uh, topic, because it, I, I have noticed there have been sort of, like, fewer female callers recently. Yeah. Yeah, um, but then some of my favourite callers of all time have been female, um, like your shows, like, like Katya, who I used to have a massive crush on her voice when I was like fourteen. Uh, what? Uh, when she was from the LBC. Really? Isn't yeah. that funny? Um, but but there's the rule: fit on the phone, not ten stone. Because so. I find, <laughs> she, you know, because I find her quite annoying. <laughs> um, fit on the phone, now ten stone. I've not heard that for a long time. That's a flashback. Like, Barnsworth is always quite amusing, um, oh, and then Vinny as well. Yeah, yeah, Vinny. Vinny, um, she, she calls him from time to time. Yeah, Vinny hasn't gone in quite well. I was ashamed she didn't uh, take the uh, opportunity to train last night. She was very, very but, welcome. Everyone was, all the women were very welcome to call him. But it was, it was good, wasn't it? It was interesting. It was nice to get um, some new voices and some incredible stories. I mean, I, the number of people that have messaged me about um, Suzy's call last night talking about sam her her husband oh yeah yeah i couldn't stop thinking about it all day yeah that was a bit heavy it was it was incredible absolutely incredible um but yeah sorry i also want i want to suggest to maybe another idea for one of these shows because um disabled people only (laughs) wheelchair users (laughs) paraplegics only well there's a slight northern twinge to your programming i know it's it's you oh it's you you have up. You have upset my producer. Oh, I, oh really? Yes, yes. No, because she's a bit, I, I have to have a Christmas one. She went off, off on your back. Yeah. She, <laughs> you, you, she, now we know who you are because you were saying yesterday we should do a southern uh, only. Yeah. Well, I'm just, just saying it's just an experiment. Just because you know, no, no one uh, north of the Watford, Watford Gap is allowed to phone in. <laughs> Why um, would Catherine, who is from up north i've got a really funny thing to play in a bit we'll play korean billy in a bit have you heard of korean billy richard uh, i haven't no. oh mate he's funny he's this korean kid that does videos on um, english dialect he's we're going to try and get him on the show for tomorrow hopefully um but, oh no sorry yeah i have yeah i've seen him doing the world factor one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll play we'll play the manchester one and the liverpool one later on because they are so funny but they're not meant to be funny they're they're genuine they're straight up um but would kath be allowed on the show well she's a bit of an uncle tom isn't she <laughs> <laughs> she's 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 um she's standing up she, i'm not quite sure she's she's angry she's punching the wall that's um I've, I've got tickets to your thing in february and i'm not sure that i'm allowed to come anymore well you can come just don't identify yourself <laughs> although we will i never forget when i was at primary school once right we had these um i remember it, i was um, in miss tyrrell's class and a massive crush on miss tyrrell i was eight years old and we had these painters in and i remember them vividly because one of them looked like francis rossi from status quo and they were spray painting uh, well, they they were painting the wall outside the classroom, uh, I remember it, brown. And I, of course, and we were told, do not touch the walls. And, of course, after a break, I came back and I put my hand against the wall to see if it was still wet, and it was still wet, and I left a handprint. And then we went and sat in the class, and the painter spoke to Miss Tyrrell. And Miss Tyrrell came in and said, right, there is a handprint on the wall outside. One of you has put your hand up against the wall. I want to know who 
was. Silence. No one said a word. She said, I'm going to give you one more chance. I want the person who put their uh, hand on the wall to tell me who it was now. Silence. She said, right. I am going to come round the class and inspect your hands one at a time. Oh, my God. And I was I was like the third kid from last in the class. And as she came to me and I went, it was me, Miss, I'm sorry. And basically, and then I had to go and apologise to status quo. So basically, Richard, what I'm saying is we are going to go round one at a time at that um, uh, evening and get people to speak until we identify your voice, okay? Okay, well, I'm going to pretend to be uh, non-vocal. Thank you very much indeed, Richard. 0344-499-1000, Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. <laughs> I'm trolling. I'm, I'm, I'm now trolling. Nigel Farage's committee. I don't even know what his job is. Let me just Dan Jukes. He looks about nine. Communications for Nigel Farage. What does that even mean? Communications. What is that like? What does that mean? Because he's certainly no good at Twitter. He's not worked that out, you pudding. Anyway, I'm trolling him. <laughs> Oh, you're so young, Dan, and you're hanging out with that Muppet. It's going to end in tears, Dan. It's going to end in big racist tears. That's what it's going to end in. And we all know what Farage likes to do. Don't we, Janie Godley? Yay! <laughs> we, me and Kath, have, uh, have just kept, we keep throwing your line back, about, uh, back and forth about um, his mum wiping his pee-pee with a hanky. Yeah, it's just, it's a really good visual image, isn't it? Because it kind of personifies a big man baby. You know, those racists that give it out but can't take it back. And we were discussing this tonight because my daughter Ashley and I, we have a podcast every week. It's been gone for five years. And we were talking tonight about how people who are quite, you know, racist and angry, but they don't like you answering them back, you're not allowed to say anything back. No, 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 of course not. their freedom of speech, but it's not yours. Yeah. Um, and we're doing it on the January the 20th, we're ha- which is my birthday, which I keep mentioning. Yes. Um, Do you want us to send a- you a present or something? Is that why you keep saying it's your birthday? No, it's my birthday because it's the day Trump gets inaugurated and it makes me feel sick because I was born the day on the same hour that JFK was inaugurated. January the 20th is the big inauguration day. So we are having a protest against Trump at the Donald Dewar statue in Glasgow. And the amount of people that's came on, and it's mostly angry men going, why are you bothering to do this? Be like, what's what to do with you? What I do? <laughs> is, is it, see me going to protest against Trump? Is it taking time out of your day? And they're like, you can't speak to me like that. I'm like, hang on, Bunty, you started this fight, it, it, and it's like, I don't see why me doing something upsets people who aren't doing it. Well, there are a lot. You're right. There, it, there is a trend at the moment that the, the the far right and the right are allowed to say whatever they want. It's free speech. And now that we've got, yeah. we, we, you know, we're post political correctness. Get rid of that PC nonsense, right? Yes. But as soon as you 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 question it or go, well, hang on, why are you saying that? Or what does that mean? Or where did you get your figures from? Oh, shut up, you lefty! Look, we voted out. We voted out, you yeah. libtard. Go on, that's it. We're gonna stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> they do all that. They don't like it. Yeah. Up them. 
I get it all the time. People come on Twitter and say, you're fat and ugly. And I'm like, you look like you swam up the Sellafield. What part of Chernobyl are you from? And they're like, you can't say that to me. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You opened this door, bum bum. I'm going for it, you big bloated manatee. There's... And I don't understand how anybody can complain about anybody's looks. Because see, to be honest, Ian, the majority of people in Britain, yes. other than maybe like 10 folk, yeah. we're all ordinary looking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of us are the right shape or the right size or the right look. We are all ordinary looking people. And see when men, and it's especially men, that yeah. come and say to me, you're fat and ugly. I'm like, mate, I'm, I'm getting some. You look like you sit in your, your basement and touch your PP to mermaids. I don't understand why you're worried about how I look. I don't understand how that affects them. Uh, well, it, it, well it's, it's a really easy lazy attack to throw out and and uh, yeah, it's and it says there's no intelligence like to a, yeah but if you look like you were in a caravan fire you can't talk about how other people look unless you're brad pitt or jake gyllenhaal or mr handsome uk says jenny do you know what you're not up to my standard i'll go okay handsome i'm getting where you're coming from but if you look like somebody's punched your face with a hammer and you drink vinegar and you have no hair and your angry dog is barking at your static caravan don't be telling me how I look. Yeah. There's, um, there's a person I don't really mention very often by name, because I don't like giving them publicity, but I will this once. Mm. Katie Hopkins. She's, she tweeted the other day, um, I get called a racist so much that it's lost mm-hmm. all meaning. And that's the big thing now. Oh, you, people say yeah. racist, racist too much, it's lost all meaning. Well, yeah, we say it to racists. We call racists yeah. racist. So it, it, the fact that re- the word racist has lost meaning for you shows how much yeah. of a massive racist you are. I think she's the kind of woman that would go to a funeral for a baby and laugh out loud and hoping that the people who are there grieving for the baby will give her attention. That's what she puts yeah. me in mind of. Yeah. That person that would stand in the street and whip off her pants and go, I've just touched my ninky new with a battery. And people going, what's wrong with that woman? Is there something wrong with her? And that's the problem is she shouts and shouts and shouts and yeah. shouts just to get attention. And people say you shouldn't give them attention. No, we should always be on them. Yeah. We should always be on them. And see this thing, why are you doing that? My answer is, why are you taking the time to tell me I'm wasting yeah. my time? You've wasted your time telling me I'm wasting my time. Hang on. Who's waste- Hang on. Who's waste- so they've wasted more time than you? That's, Absolutely. Yes. Okay, I was following the waste of time. Um, it's quite, it's quite a wormhole of wasted time, wasn't it? Was it? Very complicated. It's an eagle song as well. Is it? Yeah, wasted time. It's a great eagle song. I don't know that one. I went and. Um, oh. I went and saw the Eagles once with someone who wasn't really a, a friend of mine. It was very weird. They said, just said at work, oh, do you want to go and see the Eagles? And before I'd thought about it, I went, yeah. Um, and he had the tickets and he said, I'm going to get there. I'll get there late. So we might miss the first couple of songs. Right. And my favourite song is mm-hmm. um, Take It Easy. And, mm-hmm. and it, he was late and we got there and, ju- and the Eagles were playing. And then just as we sat down, Joe Walsh said, well, that's the first half over. We'll be back in 20 minutes. We missed the entire first half, including Take It Easy. And I still have to pay him £79 for a ticket. I love the Eagles. You know, there's a, a, the, we have a thing about Hotel California that's yeah. haunted us forever. The very first time I walked into the bar that I eventually owned in Glasgow, yeah. Hotel California was playing Uh-oh. randomly. And the day we left, the jukebox was on and it came on randomly. 
And every time Ashley and I do something and Hotel California comes on and we were in LA working last, not last year, year before, and we were going down to Venice Beach to do our first ever gig in LA. And she was nervous because she's a newer comic than me. And the guy said, can I put the radio on? Went, yeah, yeah. And as soon as Hotel California came on the two, looked at each other, high fived and went, got a good night. And then you, you owned America then, did you? We did. Yes. We owned America. <laughs> People, Ashley went on stage and pretended to be American. She's so good at accents. Oh, really? And then when she broke into Scottish, people outside are going, oh, my God, you've got such a good Scottish Oh, accent. isn't that delicious? Like, no, mate, I'm Scottish. I'm Scottish. Isn't that yeah. delicious? She's got such good accents. I can't do them. I can only do... American, and it's this, hi, I'm American. Yeah. And yeah. Northern, which is this, oh, I like your bread. I'm <laughs> that, that's have, have you heard this Korean Billy? No, who's that? I'm going to play it in a bit. He's this, he's this lad, he's popped up in my timeline twice today, which makes me think he's becoming a thing. He's this Korean lad, and he's, he's very young, and he's very keen, and he makes these videos of him, I, I guess they're for a Korean audience, but he does them in English, um, of him talking about, different dialects in england and explaining awesome. some of the some of the language like in liverpool they say la a lot and um in uh, manchester they say minging a lot and he explains what these things mean and he's, he's brilliant it's brilliant and some of them have got i love that like three hundred thousand views Good on them. I yeah. love new talent. I love people who can use language and words and storytelling yeah. as a talent. That is fantastic. Yeah. And by the way, big up to you about all the great people have been saying lovely things about the show last night. And you did handle the situation between Susie and her husband last night. Wow. That was a really lovely thing that you did. And it shows how good you are as a broadcaster exactly. that you made that absolutely beautiful to listen to. And it was a shame because I could see it was coming up to the yeah. news. I thought, oh no. I, I felt terrible. going to have to, to go shut to her up. I, but, you know, you did it with Grace. And that's what makes I've not been able to you. stop thinking about her all day. That, that call Me has too. been rattling Me around too. in my brain. I thought it was incredible. Janie, the po- you, you, your podcast, let's get a plug in for your podcast. Where is it and, what, and how can people get it? It's just called Janie Godley's Podcast. Google it. It's been going for five years, and we did one tonight, Beautiful. and it was really funny tonight. It's Ashley Stories, my daughter. Do you know her video got seventeen million hits on Sorry? Facebook? Where she does what? that. Um, if Harry Potter was Scottish, she does Tanya Potter, and she became famous for this one viral video, and it makes her so annoyed because she's done so much more work. Isn't it? Like, isn't it funny? You know, I mean, I, someone was, eighteen million was, now. Incredible. It's, it's incredible that you can do something and it can it may not necessarily yeah. be the best thing you, you've ever done, in your opinion, but if it catches the wind, it goes all around yeah, the world. And we did it just improvised in my hall. It wasn't scripted, it wasn't edited, and I get 18 million hits. And she goes on stage to 50 people, you know that video, Tanya Poor, and people go, yeah, and she'll go, that's me. And they'll go, no, it's not. She's like, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> then why are you in a room in front of 50 people? You must be rich by now. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing good work this weekend. I'm gigging all weekend, but I love your show. Oh, I love you, Jenny. Thank you. I, as I say, I'm coming down to London um, on the 22nd, 23rd, or 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Come in. I'll be able to catch up you and, and come in and have in. a yeah. good old natter and come in. Nice one. Ian, keep doing it. Keep holding the Batman. Keep swinging it because you know what? If we shut up, they win. I love you, Janie. Bye bye. Love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. 
It's so funny. We're exciting she's coming in. Terrifying, but exciting. 0344 499 Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. All right, la. Gotta go and see our kid in the Aussie. I'm going to ask that for some scrambler. I need new club a lot. Hello, this is Billy. Today, I'm going to talk about Liverpool dialect words. As Scouse is original dialect, there are many other Scouse words which are different from standard English words. Then let's take a look at some Scouse words. The first one is LA. LA is an abbreviation of LAD and Scousers usually say LA instead of MATE. Also in Scouse, LA is often put at the end of a sentence. The next one is BRAHI. I think you can guess what it means as it looks similar to the original word. Brahe means breakfast and Brahe can also be spelt with B-R-E-K-K-Y. The next one is boss. You know this word, right? Boss originally means someone who is in charge of an organization, but in Scouse, boss means awesome. <laughs> then let's take a look at an example sentence. That breakfast was awesome, mate. That Brahe was boss, la. That breakfast was awesome, mate. That Brahe was boss, la. The next word is clobber. Can you guess what it means? Clubber means close. These two words look a bit similar, right? So Scousers usually say clubber instead of close. For example, I need new clothes. I need new clobola. I need new clothes. I need new clobola. <laughs> the next one is arkid. This word seems to mean child, but arkid means brother or sister. So when someone says arkid, you can understand that this person is talking about a brother or a sister. The next one is this one. Can you guess what it means? Aussie means hospital and in the Aussie means in the hospital. For example, I have to go and see my brother in the hospital. Gotta go and see our kid in the Aussie. I have to go and see my brother in the hospital. Gotta go and see our kid in the Aussie. The next one is scran. Scran means food. Scousers usually say scran instead of food. So when they say they are having some scran, that means they are having some food. Lastly, Scousers say the asta instead of asta. And in Scouse, the sometimes becomes de. So people in Liverpool sometimes say de asta instead of just asta. Asta. For your information, asta is a popular supermarket chain in Britain. <laughs> then let's take a look at an example. I'm going to ask her for some food. <laughs> I'm going to ask her for some scrana. I'm going to ask her for some food. I'm going to ask her for some scrana. Now we know some scouse words, right? I know my Liverpoolian accent is not perfect, but I hope this one helps you to understand some scouse. And that's it from me. I'll see you next time. Bye. I mean, that video's had 111,000 views. 111 we'll play the manchester one later on and, and um catherine who is uh, from that way can um let us know exactly how it compares korean billy i don't know anything about it. he's just popped up in my timeline a couple of times some of you are saying he, he was on bbc three um but he's legit right that's, that's a genuine that's not a spoof i don't think i don't think it's a spoof we've watched quite a few of them and he seems you know it has korean subtitles um it seems real, but I, I I don't know who knows what's real these days or not. I haven't got a clue. Um, but we're going to try and get him on the show. I think we'll get him on. 
That's good, that. I like that. I like um, someone making something and creating something. Is he what you would call a YouTube... Um, what do they call them? A YouTube sensation? Is that the phrase? Like Zuella. Zuella's the only one I know um, from YouTube. I find it amazing. Um, he's not making it up, Catherine. <laughs> he's not making it up. They say the Asda. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny that you can, you know, spend all your life working in comedy clubs or putting on shows and, and whatever. And, and you play, you could play to an audience of maybe a few thousand throughout your entire life. You get one YouTube video that takes off. You get millions, millions, crazy, crazy days. Good evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Um, 0344-499-1000. Lots of new listeners because of the hate fest that's happening on the other station. Thank you very much for joining us. Let me explain a few things. The only rules are, uh, you can call in about anything, right? Absolutely anything you want. And it can be st- serious. It can be from the newspapers. It can be, um, you want to tell me something your kid did today at school that was stupid. You can tell me about the best Christmas present. It can be literally anything you want just want to phone up for a chat oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand we call you back the only rules are you can't talk about trump and you can't talk about brexit unless you have something completely new and completely unique to say on the subject which i i, I can almost guarantee that you won't because nobody does and yet those stations and shows are still continuing to do phone-ins about both those things and there's nothing to say there's absolutely nothing to say and i think speech-based radio is going to be a pretty bleak place for the next few years unless someone grows some balls and and kicks it up the backside so you can't call in about those things you can however call in about absolutely anything you want. I started telling a story, SN, and, and um, it's always hard to tell a story when Catherine's in the studio because she kind of just jumps in and you don't get to finish it. That's actually, there's a, The phone is ringing. Probably want to answer that. <laughs> yeah, very evil. Uh, Ed, could you give her a push, please? Thank you. Um, but I was telling a story about how I nearly punched a dog in the face yesterday. Well, it happened over Christmas, but I was telling the story yesterday. This this big Labrador came and, and, and got a bit rough with my dog, and I was going to punch it. I had the fist ready, and I was going to punch it in the nose. Um, I, not something I would do lightly. I, I am against um, animal abuse, but I was going to give it um, a, a, a smack. And then the owner came over, and I got angry with the owner, and I said, that dog should be on a lead. He went, oh, I'm sorry, mate. I said, yeah, that should be on a lead. No, actually, I said, that dog should be on a lead, dude. And he said, sorry, dude. And uh, they didn't say it sarcastic. He said it genuinely. He was um, he was kowtowing. And uh, I said, well, you should be on a lead. And I was furious. And I kept st- and he put it on the lead. And as we walked away in different directions, I kept looking over my shoulder at him, giving him the evils. And I was furious. I was, I was furious and I was a bit shaken up. And so I went for a slightly longer walk because I didn't want to bump into him again. And so I got home about half an hour later and I was sat at home. And then I saw this, saw the guy walking down the path to come to the front door thinking 
He's followed me. He's absolutely... He's followed me home. That's weird. This is going to get nasty, because he's a big fella. And he knocked on the door. And my wife went to answer, because I was scared, if I'm honest. I've been thinking about how I was going to punch his dog. And fair play to him, he'd come to apologise. And so I overheard the conversation, so I just want to say I'm really sorry, and, you know, the, the, the dog got a bit out of control, but she's lovely, and she would never, you know, and I'm sorry, and I should have had it on the lead. And my wife didn't know what had gone on, so she was playing it down, oh, it's fine, oh, don't worry, I'm sure it's fine, I'm sure it's nothing. And I started getting angrier again, thinking, well, hang on a minute, it wasn't, it was quite traumatic. So I then went to the door, and he said something, I went, oh, it's all right, don't worry about it. And then I, I kind of stormed off. Robert, I'll come to you after the break, 03444991000. And then I heard him say something, and then I saw him walk away. And he went into the house directly opposite us. It was the bloke who lives opposite us. A bloke that I get on with really, really well. I've spoken to him loads. When I got the boot from the other place, he came over to congratulate me for standing up for my rights. He said I should be proud of it. I said I'd rather have a job. Um, so the point I'm trying to make is, I have a severe disability in the... I've seen this bloke loads of times. I cannot recognise people's faces. Genuinely, I do my brain. And this is a gen- this is a proper uh, thing. The research has been done into this, and I would happily be um, a guinea pig for this. I do not have the power to recognise people's faces. It's like a sort of. It's like. A dyslexia. I call it a facial dyslexia. And I'm not making light of dyslexia. I'm not I'm not being flippant. I'm not pulling your plonker. It's a genuine thing that I can't recognise people's faces. The number of times I've said to people, I've been introduced to someone, and I've said, oh, it's nice to meet you. And they say, oh, we worked together about eight months ago. Sorry. Yeah, we worked together for three months on a job. Do you not? No. So what I do now when I meet people is I'm giving away tricks of the trade here. I say, I don't say it was nice to meet you. So, oh, it's good to see you. And then I'll often say, have we, we've worked together, haven't we? Because then you're covered. Because then if you haven't, they go, no. You go, oh, oh, you look familiar. And then if you have worked together, they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that job a couple of years. Oh, Yes. I've forgotten your name. Tony. Yeah, Tony. I remember. Little um, little get out uh, clause there to um, I'm masking my disability, which is something we shouldn't do. We should all stand proud. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Robert, I'll come to you after the break. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yesterday was kind of like the 4th of July The way your face lit up the entire sky Had to look away because it hurt my eyes The way you hit me was a big surprise Wasn't making any sense, but I felt okay. Ask you if it was my birthday. This kind of thing don't happen every day.
wrong with a little with a little bit of Imani Coppola or a lot of Imani Coppola. She is, without a doubt, one of the best um, singers, songwriters, but she produces it all herself. She's brilliant. But absolutely brilliant. Why is she not one of the hugest stars in the world? I don't know. 0344 499 It's Robert Caddick. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Happy um, New Year. Yeah, happy New Year, New Year to you, Rob. How was Christmas? Was it all alright? Oh, I don't know if Alan's already told you. It was absolutely sound. I cooked dinner like I said I was going home. Beautiful. It was all right, tell the truth. Looked after me mum as well, so yeah. yeah. And did, did, did dinner went down well? Everything was all right with it? Everybody ate theirs apart from me and I cooked it. Oh, why is that? Were you, did you feel ill or were you just not hungry? No, I've had a gastric bypass. Hey, hey Robert! Could you not put it in a blender? No, I had, no, I can eat. I had a gastric bypass eight years ago. I lost 19 stone in six months. Flipping heck. Jeez. Yeah, it used to be a... Quite a big relative. Well, yes, I can, Im- I can imagine. Yeah, 34 stone it's to be on my heaviest. Um, I, well, uh, 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 I could eat, I could eat a roast dinner, a Christmas dinner, mm-hmm. right now. If some, if Ed were to walk in with a Christmas dinner, with mm-hmm. all the trimmings, I could quite happily, quite easily tuck into that bad boy and blow off the rest of the show, literally and metaphorically. It was just the veg I could eat. I thought I could eat the majority of the veg, but I left. I couldn't eat the beef, pork, or turkey. I just left it. So let's do it. Time. Let's. What we're going to do, um, Robert, is we are. I'm going to right. The top. I'm going to write mine down. You think your answers, okay? I want in reverse order the top three veg on a um, on a, a, a Christmas dinner. So don't tell me. I'm going to do right. So at number three, I'm going to put. Um, yep, number two. Uh, number one. Okay. Robert, uh, your um, Christmas dinner top three vegetables. Give me uh, number three, your third favourite Christmas dinner vegetable. Roast parsnip. Oh! Controversial. Okay, I've got sprouts. Okay. Because I like my sprouts, but... Mm, okay, what's number two on your list? Roast onion. Sorry? Roast onion. What, you Frenchman or something? Roast onion? Don't you have to roast onion with turkey? I love roast onion with turkey. Roast onion for a Christmas dinner? Are you insane? No. We voted out of Europe. Get over it. I've had roast onion since I was a kid. Blame me more than anybody else. And the place where I work, we do roast onions as well. What we're going to do... Okay, let's stop the clock. Stop the clock. Let's put that out to the listeners. Is is Robert a lunatic or am I missing out on one of um, God's gifts? The roast onion. 0344991000. sticking onion in your stuff when you do the stuffing of the turkey as well. To, to keep the stuffing in. Yeah. Well, yeah, you shove an onion up there. Yeah, you stick an onion up there, but also you put roast onions with your roast parsnips and your roast potatoes as well. I don't know about this, Robert. I think, you've, I think you're insane. Um, you number two, my ro- for me, roast parsnips. Right, okay. And your number one Christmas dinner vegetable is my favourite sprouts. Absolutely, the number one. I love sprouts. Oh, your family are, cr- are crazier than I thought. I like I like sprouts a lot. Right, I'm not one. I've never got this. I've never understood the jokes about sprouts being rotten. I've never. Un- I love them, mm-hmm. but number one has got to be Robert. And this is where you and I will fall out. It's got to be <laughs> your potatoes. <laughs> Yeah, but they're, they're, they're all the time, aren't they? But sprouts are just, I can't, you can't beat sprouts. Everything I have, yes. except obviously if it's not got vegetables, is sprouts. I love sprouts. Really? 
I, I seriously, if they ever, if they, if they never grew sprouts anymore, I'd probably slip my wrist. Seriously. <laughs> wow, that is a lot of sprout love. I'm a big sprout fan, but for me, I, I, the, the roast potatoes for me, I could live on roast potatoes with mint sauce. Even when I didn't eat lamb, I'd, I'd cover my roast potatoes in mint sauce because it's like vinegar, basically. It's like a, a, a minty vinegar. Yeah, but, um, and it was oh, you get you get them all, all all crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside. You parboil them for about twenty minutes, mm-hmm. put them in. You give them a shake around in the colander so that they all get a little bit fluffy around the edges. Put them in, baste them every 20 minutes. Beautiful! Yeah, and I also, like you, I love mint sauce as well. But oh. yeah, every Sunday dinner as well, I have mint sauce. No matter if it's chicken, pork, yeah. beef, lamb, anything. Well, I was a vegetarian for 26 years, and we still, ins- me and my sister still insisted on mint sauce. And we'd fight over it. As, as kids, we would fight over the mint sauce because we'd get a little silver dish with mint sauce in, right? <laughs> and um, we'd go whoever went first would be polite and only have a little bit and then the other person would just tip it all over their plate you go mum she's got all the mint sauce the big fights about the mint sauce well my mum and my mum and dad used to grow mint in the back garden oh. and they used to teach me how to my mum taught me how to make mint sauce anyway so yeah uh, easy to make anyway. it, it is easy to make and, and I, I a bit of fresh mint sauce yeah that's fine but i must admit i do like the stuff you get in a jar you can't beat the fresh stuff. Though. No, I think you can. I think you can, because the stuff you get in a jar, there's something so synthetic about it. Um, mm. Listen to us, wittering on like a, a couple of oh, old well, ladies man. over uh, uh, um, the garden fence. What, what have you called in for, Robert? Well, basically, I was agreeing with what you said about people and recognition of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go on. I've, I've got a problem. I can see somebody, and I, I, I thought, where do I know that person from? Right. And they have to remind me like yourself. Yeah. Because I also forget completely. I'm 45 years old, 46 my next birthday. And it's only been happening in the last 10 years or so. If I see somebody, I recognise the face, but sometimes I can't think of the name and I can't think where I know them from, just like yourself. So I think it's... Well, yours, yours, I'm I'm one worse than you because I don't even recognise the face. It will be like I've never seen the face before. I met, there was a girl... Um, called Emily, who I was obsessed with at college. I was head over heels in love with her, and she wasn't interested in me at all. And she kind of led me a merry dance, and it was wonderful. Delicious dance to be led. She wasn't really interested in me. <laughs> but, I, but I was obsessed with her. And I always thought, I'll never, I'll never forget Emily and what she looks like. And then about eight years ago, mm-hmm. I was doing a show or something, and this girl came up to me. And she went, all right, Ian. And sometimes people come up to me because they recognise me from the telly or something. And I went, all right, nice to, nice to see you. She went, and she started talking, and we were talking. And she said, you don't recognise me, do you? I went, no. She went, it's Emily. And I didn't, and I, this girl I'd been obsessed <laughs> with, you know, 20 years ago, and I didn't recognise her at all. And I was going, but, and, I, and instantly, even though I made the connection, I still couldn't connect the face with her. Could have been anybody. Could have been anybody. Anyway, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a recognised mental condition, Robert. We are we are severely disabled. Well, they say that, but also if you as you get older, we seem to remember things. Remember kids as well. I've noticed that I remember a lot of things when I was a kid that I haven't remembered before. I don't know if that makes sense as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and, and things that happened say last week, I forget about. It, but say something happened to me when I was five years old. Yeah, I can remember it like, like it was clearly yesterday. Can you really? There's an instant I remember. The other day I was thinking about my nan who, my nan died about, my nan died 16 years ago. Yeah. And I was remembering an instant on the bus where, in Birmingham, she gave me these bus tickets to look after. Yeah. And the inspector came on, but I ripped them up and threw them on the floor. 
Uh-oh. And I remembered it for some unknown reason. Yeah. Just little things like that, just weird. I can't remember any of my childhood. Very, very little of it. A few flashes, Mm -hmm. um, but most of it, I don't really remember much before the age of about 15. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. And another thing that's to do with my editing, I've just been reading in the paper online and stuff, people that walk around supermarkets in their pyjamas and stuff, run about banning them, aren't they? It's Kath. It's Catherine does that. She, Catherine was telling me today she took the kids to school in her pyjamas. Well, I think, why can't they just get dressed? Get dressed! Get dressed, Catherine. Robert's right. But, but Robert and I, uh, g- g- you can come in if you want and try and defend yourself. She's coming in, Robert. This could get a little bit I, nasty. I hope so, because at the end of the day, I can't understand why I can somebody walk around in a dressing gown. It's disgu- it, it is... It is dis- confidential information you're imparting on air. It is disgusting. It's not. It's practical. I don't... practical. No, no, listen, listen, listen to Robert. Robert speaks a lot of sense. Let, hear me out. the onion thing, and I forgive him for that. Hear me out, Robert. I wasn't wearing all my pyjamas, just my pyjama top, underneath a jumper, and I was wearing jeans, right? I mean, Tesco is another supermarket. Yeah. These people coming in in their poor pyjamas, slippers it's and dressing gowns. When um, my <clears> grandparents <throat> were alive, they used to call that the Salford Shuffle. Because yeah. you saw it a lot of the pre... <laughs> the Salford Shuffle, because you saw it a lot down the precinct. Women well, wearing the... complete laziness. Well, it is a bit... <laughs> I, well, I'm not, I'm not the, being funny. Who wears slippers in the, in the rain and stuff? You don't, do you? Yeah, it's it's the, the slippers are indoors. There's a new version indoors. of this. Anyway, PJs to school is old news, yeah. right? Now it's all lycra. Oh. I do not believe for an instant yeah. that all the women who wear lycra to do the pickups and drop-offs are going to do a class afterwards. Yeah. It's just comfy wear. I, um, <laughs> recently, I, as recently as a couple of weeks ago, I had to get something from the car at night time. I like that. Did you go in your pyjamas? Well, I went in my pyjama trousers. I was topless. (laughs) I went out in the front garden, topless, and got something out of my car. And do you know what? I didn't care. But you are vigilant, aren't you? I don't think anyone could see from there. All right. No, what do you mean? Well, what I'm (laughs) saying... I don't mean that. Oh. (laughs) Whenever I do stuff like that, it's normally a nighty. Yeah. And my car is just a little bit... Of, I have to go around a little corner to get to my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a, not being funny. Why did that in the street? That makes sense. Because it's only a second. It won't be a minute anyway. And it's not worth getting my clothes on. You're so, not going to get dressed just to go and get something out of the no, boot of the car. No, when you've forgotten what, something, you, you need it straight away. Well, if you're doing your supermarket shop... Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not talking about wearing me a night around the supermarket. That would be indecent. <laughs> well, that's what they're trying to say. Yeah, people are going... Pervert. Driving the car, going early in the morning, going to supermarket shopping. I've said it myself in the 24 hours. That's so when I've been it's on disgusting. the night out. My mates have been right with it. We you. voted out of Europe. You know what those people are, don't you? Devi- sexual Perverts. deviance, yeah. Sexual deviance. Their sexual behaviour is so deviant from the norm that they haven't got a clue what's right. Guess what else I saw a woman go out in the other day? Um, oh, and- let me have a think. Clothes? Um, no, not uh, like a, like a, a schoolgirl uniform. Think, no, think about how cold it's been. Oh, um, a, a onesie? No, a, a mankini. Cold and wet. What would you wear on your feet? What was cold and wet? Flippers. Oh, the weather. Her feet. She was wearing flip flops. You're joking. Flip. Well, one of the dads at school was, has been wearing shorts and flip flops over the last few weeks. Well, if you come up here in Blackpool, there's a lot of people wearing shorts. It is quite warm up here, so the truth. It is quite mild. It is quite mild. It is quite mild. Well, Catherine... I've even got, got my tulips and daffodils growing through already. Well, they're going to die. They'll be, uh... That's, that's it. Winter's over. They're saying in the in the papers, that's it. Winter's over now. It's, yeah. it's done. It's going to get warm. Global warming has balls up my... I bought Catherine's a sledge. About, sorry to interrupt you, Ian. When Catherine's on about people in loikers, in loiker trousers, why yeah. don't you wear a proper pair of pants instead of wearing a fungal sweater? When oh. you, know, you can see the light, it's disgusting. It no, is... no, 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 what are you talking about? 
proper when pants under back, lycra trousers, you can't wear because no, you see double bum. Yeah, but you see, the thing people don't realise is lycra, if you've got a fat bum mm-hmm. uh, and you bend over or you've got any knobbly bits, it's see-through. Yeah. It's transparent. Well, some of the li- the leggings they wear, I think, are tight, so yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. realise. Yeah, so you've, you, you've got to wear under, some, some form of underwear. So, so wear something decent. Mm. Wear some, men and women, wear something decent under there. Because we don't want to see it. Says the man who, what happened to you in the gym the other day? I got a, a nut fell out of my pants when I was <laughs> on, doing the spinning class. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. No, you shouldn't actually, Robert, because it's, um, I, I virtually abused myself. <laughs> um, but no one could see it because I was wearing tracksuit trousers. Knew. But I knew, and it was getting more and more tangled up in my pants. So lucky I, I didn't have a, um, a hernia. Robert, listen, you make excellent point. It's so much more sensible than his brother. I mean, really, what a great guy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on air and off the on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, considering <clears throat> we didn't have anything for the show tonight, <laughs> we've done an hour and twenty minutes of um, well, nothing really. But isn't that delicious to be able to turn on a radio show and it's about nothing it's about nothing everything is about something hateful and nasty and mean and to have a radio show where people like dennis can call in and get on the air good evening dennis good evening to you how are you you this morning i'm all well it's night time mate i've got i can feel my chest going a little bit there's been a cough going around my house for the last month everyone's got this hacking cough and i've avoided it but i can just feel here's a phrase i don't say very often my chest getting a little moist it is Mm. Well, uh, ask the children, they'll tell you what cough medicines are used. Well, yeah, the, well, uh, <laughs> yes. The best thing I've ever found when my, my baby boy was, uh, yeah. he's now 56, but oh. when he was a baby boy and he got a cough. Whiskey. Three drops of Ribena on a spoon oh. and two drops of Navy rum. There we go. And he wouldn't let all the damn spoon. Yes, yeah, of course he would. I'm not giving my boys rum. Um, good, no, good for him. no, no. Oh, you have it then. No, well, I don't drink, and also I don't. Um, I'm trying now. As I get older, I used to, so, b- before a few years ago, like a couple of years ago. If I got a cold or something, I would go to the chemist and I buy loads of decongestion and night nurse and cough and cavonia and all these things. Now, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying not to take medicine when I get a cold because I think. I genuinely think, Dennis, that these medicines, these cold medicines, all they do is suppress the cold. They don't cure it. They don't get rid of it. They might, you know, <laughs> act as a, 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 to unblock you a little bit. But I think they just keep the cold there for longer. So instead of yeah. having a cold for three weeks, you take the medicines, you've got a cold for six weeks. So I'm just trying to ride it out <laughs> and maybe have a little steam and some hot honey and ginger and lemon. Well, why don't you take the children to school like Cathy did with your pajamas on? Oh, I'll get rid of it. We go to One a posh. We go to a posh school that would not go down well there with some of the parents and oh. the teachers. Boo to the parents! Boo to the parents! I've got the kids tomorrow, which means I'm going to get home about three, be asleep by half three, and be woken up at half past six. I'm going to get three hours sleep. Three hours sleep. What's wrong with that? I don't get to bed till two oh, o'clock God. in the morning, and I'm still up at six. You're o'clock. an old man. Every second you're awake is another bonus. I know. Yes, another day. Yeah, exactly. So you don't got well, many I of them left. Well, I do. kicking the bucket. And one morning when I get up and kick the bucket, and it doesn't hurt. I know I've kicked the bucket. Exactly, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. 
exactly. You're going to be around forever, I think, Dennis. You're indestructible. Oh, well, I'm hoping to, because I'm expecting to collect a tenner off you <laughs> at the end of May. <laughs> so start saving up now. Yes, boss. What you um, what you been up to today? Anything exciting? No, 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 no. I have a nurse comes in three times a day oh. to do various things for me. Now, yes. a little bit of drainage. I'm, I'm house-ridden. I can't go out, so I have the ladies coming in. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I've just been in the shower. Yeah. Just got out of the shower, so, yeah. Well, Dennis, it's always a pleasure. Always, um, you know, good to know that you're still with us. Well, I'll let you know when I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 344 is the telephone number. Eben! Hi, Ian. Hey, Eben. How's it going, man? Good, thanks. Thanks for letting me on on Saturday. It's literally my pleasure. Did you... Now... Um, I knew I was probably rubbish, but then... It was, listen, it was all, it was all, you, you guys were all groovy. Did you manage, because, because we, for those that don't know, the, the, the station, the radio station is kind of very close to where the fireworks were in London for New Year's Eve. Mm. And, um, the street I didn't realise was going to be completely cordoned off. Um, and when I, I was going to give you a lift to the station, but we, I couldn't leave the street. We, me and Kath were stuck in the street until quarter to three. Uh, I was queuing to get on to the Waterloo line for about an hour and a half. And then Late. Late. we were on a cram pack train to Wandsworth. Yeah. Ay, 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 A journey which should have taken around 20 minutes. Took about two hours. I got back at half past three. So did your dad come and get you, or did you do it um, solo? Yeah, my dad got me. Well, yeah, it was, it was, it was, I mean, I'm sure it was, it was kind of quite safe because everybody there was rather jolly. But, um, did you see anybody arguing in the street? We saw a couple of really good arguments. Yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, people puking up. Proper London, proper, uh, Leicester Square proper busy. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Back to school tomorrow. Back to life, back to reality. Who goes back to school on a Thursday? That seems very odd. Goes back for two days. And I'm currently on in work now. Yeah. Oh, you, you, uh, you're delivering. Yeah, delivery. Hey, we, me and Kath felt bad when you came in because um, we we let some people on the air that we think wanted to tease you a little bit. Um, huh? There was, you know, that weird bit with those guys that phoned on and knew you from another school, and yeah. um, we felt bad that we let them come on air. So we wanted to say sorry for that. That, that it, we hope it didn't. It, 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 I don't know what was going on. I don't know who they were or what their plan was, but we hope it didn't make you feel too uncomfortable. No, it didn't. Good. I just try to forget about all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are. Good. Well, we're sorry that we, we, we put you in a position that brought up, you, you know, memories. It's your fault. You can't. Well, technically it's Kath's fault. She should have... She should have done... Instigated a better screening procedure. She's getting really angry with me tonight. She's look. She's sitting back. Means she's going to type a rude message on the computer mm. screen. <laughs> she's thinking what it's going to be. But um, as long as you, as long as you had fun, Eben, that's all that yeah. matters to me. That's all that matters to me. And I'm seeing if I can potentially come to through the rabbit hole. 
Beautiful, beautiful. Well, the, the, ah, I'm glad you've reminded me. So it, we're doing. Kath and I are doing a series of live shows. We're recording a podcast in front of an audience called the Rabbit Hole. Um, you can buy tickets for it, um, and uh, you'll see two shows being recorded in a night. And um, tickets are selling out fast. The first show on Sunday, the 29th of January, has sold out. But we have tickets for Sunday, the 19th of February, and Sunday, the 26th of March. But not many tickets. You can buy these tickets if you go to ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian dash Lee. Ticketsource.co.uk slash I-A-I-N dash L-double-E. And I'm going to tweet that link right now. So thanks for the plug, Evan. I'll retweet the link for you and share it on Facebook for you. Thank you, you, mate. That's it. Everyone share it, retweet it, because this is the, this is actually the future of broadcasting. Mm. Means it might be a little bit rubbish. I'm sure it'll be excellent. Well, (laughs) nothing nothing we've done so far has been excellent, so there's there's every chance that this might be. Eben, thank you very much, mate. We're glad you had a good time. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian dash Lee. I'm going to tweet the link now. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 03444991000 is the telephone number. Oh, looky here, looky there. It's Gatford. Oh, hang on a minute. Let me do it. Okay. it is, yeah, I haven't, done, I haven't got the fader up. Yeah, it's, okay. it's Gatford. Yeah. Red fans. Red fans. Who died and made you and cast the fashion police, I'm, I'm asking? Um, it was Jean-Paul Gaultier. Ah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He died. Yeah. It was in his will. I don't know if he is yeah. there, by the way, guys. If you any any fa- family uh, and friends of Jean Paul Gaultier are listening, uh, I wouldn't take the announcement I've just made as gospel. I would send him a text. Yeah, if you've got his number, that's probably a good well, idea. If friends and family probably yeah. would do, wouldn't they? Mm, maybe. I don't know. Does he strike you as the man that uses a text machine? Yeah, te- we call them phones now. Yeah, yeah, he does actually. He does. I bet he does. I used. Um, I use Google Maps as my sat-nav on my phone, right? Because sat-navs, it turns out, are rubbish and they don't last very long, right? And this is free. And I used, um, dictation. What? Dictation. Who's he? It's where you speak into it. And it recognises... Oh, speaking of gadgets, so, because I'm a gold member on Periscope, right? Because I'm, like, dead successful and popular and stuff. Um, I'm allowed to use their beta of um streaming periscope videos i don't know if it's beta maybe everyone can do it i don't know but streaming periscope videos in 360 you know what that means like uh, when you can turn it all the way around Mm. so so i would have it like in the middle of the studio there and then you could watch it on your phone and if you moved your phone around you could look around the studio I could finally face it away from you. Oh, uh, here we go. Why don't you face your radio to 97.3? What, and listen to Uncle Nigel? <laughs> sprouting. <laughs> sprouting, me. sprouting. Yeah. I'd rather, um, I'd rather turn the radio off. Thanks. Do so, you want a quick game of brilliant tennis? Yeah, go on, yeah. All right, then. Um, as, it, as it were, tell me the rules. Well, I say something brilliant, and you say something brilliant, and we go ah. back and forth. Okay, yeah, okay. I have two uh, things that could be brilliant. What would you... Maybe. I'm going to start. The Beach Boys. 
smooth peanut butter. And the thing is, that is obviously disgusting. Whoa! But no, no, no. But I, because it's because it's brilliant, I'm yeah, not. But... I'm not allowed to say that that is disgusting. But I, but so there's no wrong answer. But that is disgusting. Okay. You are a pervert. No, um, I'm not. Roast have... potatoes covered in mint sauce. Ah, uh, now I've got an issue with your roast potatoes cooking oh? as well. Okay. Um, Twenty minutes you boil them? No, forty minutes. It's forty no, minutes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, not boil them. You boil them for seven minutes. No, 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 no. It's, you, it's, you parboil them. Yeah, um, and you boil. No, no, seven minutes, mate. Seven minutes is nowhere near long enough. No, it's about. I've, I've not done a roast for a long time. About twenty to thirty minutes. So they have well, still got to be hard, but they've got to be able to. When you put them in the the um, colander to yeah. drain them, that when you shake it around, they've got to go a bit mushy on the outside. A bit, a bit fluffy, yeah. I've cooked roast potatoes in 2017. Well, I bet they tasted horrible at seven minutes. they were very nice. Seven minutes. What temperature do you have the oven on? About 220. Jesus, God. And how long do you you cook them for? About 30 minutes, 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't got a clue. Kath, come in, we're doing it. We're doing doing, um, jacket potatoes. Come in, come in. Uh, the roast potatoes, roast potatoes, we're doing it, right? Well, you, you... Uh, Ed, 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 put your microphone on, put your headphones on, we're doing this, we're doing this. Shut up, shut up. Ed, do you cook roast potatoes? Occasionally, especially at Christmas. Tell me how you cook cook your roasties, let's do this. And let's just clarify, Gatford has parboiled them for seven minutes. Yeah. And cooked them for 30 minutes. 40 minutes, I said between 30 and 40. 40 So 35 minutes. That'll do. On what, 220? That's about gas mark 7 or 220 in it or something. All right, I bet, oh, disgusting. Ed? Boil them for about 10 minutes. Okay. What? Just, just hear me out, Gavin. Yeah. Then you, you know, you know, shuffle the pan or shuffle the... Shuffle the Well, you know, shake it, shake it around. That's the word I'm looking for. Shake it around so it fluffs them up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Put them in a roasting dish. Yeah. In the oven on 180 for about 25 30 minutes absolute max. Oh, no. 180? But 25 minutes. No, no, no. At 180, 25 yeah. minutes? Are you, are you not cooking these pot- No, no, no. Catherine, let's right. hear yours. Fan oven. Fan oven at 180. You... 25 minutes? You do potatoes. Are <laughs> you idiot? I'm kind of more with Ed on the 10 minutes. Okay. Parboiling them, yeah, okay. right? Okay. Depending on the size of your potatoes, I don't know obviously. what par means. Is that short for par? It means not completely to log, so, so which it is means, what would happen if you put them in for 20 so minutes. So it means part boil? Yeah. Yeah. We say parboil. That must be an Anglo-Saxon thing. If you want. Okay. Lazy just dropping the tea. Right. Think, isn't it? Then I whack him in the colander yeah. to drain yeah. him. Yes, I'm then I jiggle him about in the colander. Not in the shut pan. up, mate, because I'm actually getting angry with you now. Not in the pan, right? Yeah. Then in I the whack colander. him back in the pan and I wait. The meat's on for a while. Yeah. I whack him in with the meat f- in the same pan. Yeah. And it's normally about, I would say, probably about 180. Yeah. And it'll go in, they'll go in for a, up to an hour. Now we're getting what? close. Now we're getting close to it. Here's the thing: I've never cooked a roast with meat. Let's uh, oh, it's gorgeous yeah, with the meat. Well, I'm not, well, I mean, I've had roast potatoes cooked in the meat juice, mm. but I personally have never cooked a roast dinner that's involved meat because I've just, you know, I've only been a veg- meat eater for a little while. But here we uh, go. About four years now, isn't it? Parboil them, low low bubbles, um, for yeah. twenty minutes. Nice and soft. 20 and minutes? Flat. No, there'd be nothing left. No, mate. Yeah, there'd be no, 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 potatoes. No, shut up. Even mash, it'd shut be lob, up. wouldn't it? Well, this is, this, 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 from putting them in the pan to turning the water. Oh, right, okay. So Lid this... on. And then when it starts oh, bubbling, you take oh, the lid off. Oh, stop. Oh, so, so oh, hold you put them in cold water. you seriously, you do this thing where one of us is talking and you keep talking. And the thing is today, you're talking even more rubbish than normal. So button it, mate. So you're putting them in cold water? 
Yeah. The, oh, oh, right. Okay, I get it. Different. I never that's do different. that. I put them straight in the boiling water. Okay, that's great. That's fine. Put them in the colander. They're nice and fluffy, but they're still very soft. Yeah. Right. Then I, uh, the oil has been in the oven warming up while I've been doing that. So the yeah. oil is warm. What oil are you using? Oh, I'm using um, uh, Greek olive oil. What? Yeah, you're beautiful. Do you know that doesn't go very well at high temperatures, olive oil? <laughs> All right, mate. Sh- sure. Nice anyway, one. carry on. Yeah, thanks, I will. Um, and 160. Hour and 20. Boom! Have you that! You're eating 160. Raw. You're eating... Mate, like, not I've cut them for an you're hour. Eating, you're eating, like, carpet potatoes I have cut them for an hour... Longer than you've cooked them, you absolute prune. Now, let's just... Can I just clarify one issue? Are you saying the 20 minutes is from the moment the potatoes... I don't quite remember. No, no. No, I don't quite remember that. That's by the by. 160, Ah. an hour and 20. So they're nice and crispy and a little bit burnt on the outside. A little bit burnt. Dangerous. I'm a maverick. And I, and I, um, I baste them about every 25 minutes. Got to baste them. Um, fluffy on the inside... Perfect. You never do this, do you? Do you mean I never do this? Of course I do. Of course I do this. Something. I, I do. I do. Well, you, he's doing it. Will you shut up, Gatford? One more. One more of them, and you're in big trouble. Hang on a second, D- David. David, you want in on this? Ian. Yes. I'm going to have to go definitive here. Like, listen. This is how you cook roast potatoes, right? Oh, you put them in the, <laughs> So you peel your potatoes. You put, you put them in a pan. You let them boil. You boil them for nine minutes. You put them in the oven. 230 degrees, 40 minutes done. Bob's your goodbye, 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 David. I've cut him off. He's an animal. What is it? To- absolute. It's- Who does it? Why are you cooking them at too high a temperature? 160. Potatoes, you've got to cook them. Uh, what temperature do you cook your jacket on? Oh, the jacket is 160 for about an hour and a half. Wow. Well, who's got time for that? Right, all right. Hang on a minute. Get David back because I want to get his jacket thing. Right. Who's right. got jacket. time right. for that? And here's the thing. Don't do jackets in the microwave. It no. just doesn't work. Yes, it does. It, no, it doesn't, Catherine. Yes, no, it no, no, doesn't no, wait, work. wait, wait, hear me out. Hear me out. Depending on the size of the jacket, yeah. I'll start it off in the microwave. You're going to prick it? Wait, wait, Do you prick it? You've got to prick it, otherwise it explodes. No, because I don't, because it's not in that long, right? Da- David, I brought you back, so I want to get your jacket recipe, but just wait there a second. It's in the microwave. Yeah. It's in there for about five minutes. No. No, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Then I take it out. I roll it. In oil, I drizzle and crust it with salt, with sea salt, right? Whack it. Salt and pepper. Whack it in the oven. Leave it in there for as... Well, pretty much... It depends how big it is. But I would say at least half an hour. Nice and crunchy. But what you've got to do is you've got to to get your knife and you've got to split it around the side. Oh, God. Before it goes into the oven. What are you... I listen, listen, Lee. I'm a cook, mate. This is what we do. Where do you you cook? Old people's homes where they can't taste how crap your food is? (laughs) No, mate. I cook in a two-rows... What? You cook in a what? A two-rows restaurant? No, a two-AA rosette restaurant. It's only got two-AA rosettes. That's rubbish. (laughs) Where's the restaurant, David? I'd like to come. In East Dulwich, it's called Love the French it. House. There's Love no it, two there. two A star yeah. restaurants in uh, in East Dulwich. What are you talking about? It, 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 where, where? Exactly. Gap. Let's all right then. Let's all have a laugh. Gatford, how do you do jackets? You preheat your oven. Yeah. Yeah. You prick them before you put them in. Of course you do. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you put them in the oven for about an hour at about Gatford, Gatford. the highest temperature that you can yeah, get. Yeah, but you have to slice them around the side, put your oil on it, put your salt <sighs> and pepper on it, everything. I'm, 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 so I'm, Gatford, I'm, Gatford, you prick. G- Gatford, you prick? <laughs> yes, I do prick the uh, jacket potato. Gatford, you prick? 
Ian, you prick. Gatford, you prick. Ian, you prick. Gatford, you prick. <laughs> there we go. He said yes. I think we've established that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here's what you do, guys. You're all you're all insane. You're all absolutely insane. You get a big spud, and you want a big one. Yeah. You, you pierce the top with a fork. Some may call it pricking. I don't know. You pierce the top. Where's the top of a potato? <laughs> there is a top and a bottom, there is a front and a back, and there are sides. Depends how you lying it. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Meanwhile, you've had your oven on 180 for a good 20 minutes, so it's hot. You put it in. Mate, you've never cooked a jacket potato in your life, have you? What the hell? Of course I've cooked a jacket I was have a you student. Ever an edible jacket potato in your life. I'll, have you ever um, eaten a fist? Because I'm about to ram one down <laughs> your throat. <laughs> Why don't more women ring? Kind of language, only the language Ian understands, isn't it? The language of violence. You cook, you cook it for an, about an hour and a half. You prick. We've established that. Well, you have to. This is the thing. You have to anticipate being hungry, and then you get it. You get it out. You cut it with a knife. You get some butter, and you cut the butter into it. Then you get some mayonnaise, and you get some grated cheese. You make two slashes cross. On the top. You, and you squeeze the sides. Mm. Let's go Let's go to the international um, amongst us so we can all join together as, as Brits and laugh at him. Yeah, go on. Do you have jacket potatoes in your country? Yes, we do. How do you cook them? You do nuke them, nuke them for a bit. No, you don't. Yeah, this you is do. The, just to, this is the no, problem you with your generation. This is the problem with your generation. You cannot... Do you can't do th- you want something good? You can't do it by halves, right? And putting a potato in a, a microwave is doing it by yeah, halves. But you're not doing the whole thing you're in just the microwave. Starting it off. You're Next, just... you're going to be telling me that Ed cooks soup in the microwave instead of on the top. You, well, you can actually do quite no, good soup that, in that, the microwave, right? Yeah. Yeah. Soup, soup Ed, in the microwave. So you yep. you you, yep. you ruined it already by putting it in the microwave. Good, made it a bit okay. soggy. Okay, nice. Yeah, <laughs> got a soggy potato. What's your next step? Next step in the oven about 40, 45 minutes. <laughs> What's covered in cheese? Somewhere between what, 180 and 200. The cheese is in the oven. No, it, sorry, sorry. You said covered in cheese in the oven, mate. No, not, not this at is, a stage. Th- I'm skipping a step there. So in Unbelievable. The oven, in the oven for about 40, 45 minutes. Yes. Are you then, oiling this thing up or are you just going in naked? Just going in naked. I don't oil it. Just I going don't in oil naked. It. I don't grease it. And then take it out. Take it out. Chuck a bit of grated cheese on the top. Yeah. Put it but back in for Are you cutting it open and squeezing it? Yeah, of course. Are you putting butter in? Uh, no, you do that later on. Yeah, Gatford. Save that yeah. for after. Yeah. So you've got that good melted butter goodness to taste. And put a bit of cheese on there, put it back in for five Well, minutes I think max. we can all agree yep. that yep. Ed's is the most rubbish yep. as a foreigner. That's why we voted um, leave, so we wouldn't have to listen to that filth. Yeah. Um, or oh, David's put the phone down out of disgust. Good. He's <laughs> probably got something on the oven. Got, he, the man seems to know what he's doing. Yeah, I'm going to cut you off, Gatford. Um, and Catherine, you've really gone down in my estimation. Really have. You've never tasted my spud, so... <laughs> don't knock it. I've seen your spud once. I beg pardon? It was a very windy day. <laughs> <laughs> I d- actually, I do like the sound of um, Ed's cheesy spud. <laughs> he paints a lovely picture. Late Night Ian Lee Unfiltered Night Talk With the original king of unconventional conversation On Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk Do we talk about that on air? Is that... I don't know if that's a... Let's have a think about it first I've, Anyway, I've replied 
Okay. Saying that I, I don't think it's appropriate, yeah. particularly when it's an attractive young woman. Because mm-hmm. that's a bit misleading. It's weird, isn't it? People are, pe- people are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're, when you're strange. No one remembers your name when you're strange. Anyway, um, James in Los Angeles um, has sent Where's little, my job, James? <clears throat> sent a little uh, tweetington that I think clears up the whole um, potato debate. Yeah. Jamie Oliver's recipe. For, uh, Although we know he tells roast potatoes. fibs about time sometimes. <laughs> oven, on, uh, oven on 190 degrees. Parboil for seven minutes. Yeah. Roast for 30 minutes. Mm. Then a further 40 to 45 minutes. Okay. So that those timings are tallying in. Yeah. But he's not sticking mine. in with his meat, which I would. Well, he's got five kids. <laughs> Jonathan! What kind of potato? Um, roasties. I love all. I love all kinds of potatoes. New potatoes, baby potatoes, baby new potatoes, roast potatoes, jacket potatoes, potato salad, mashed potato smash. One of my favourite favourite things to do with some baby new potatoes Uh-oh. is treat them like uh, like baked potatoes, and you do them with rosemary. You oh, know, that's like, so no, no, no. gorgeous! What a waste, what a waste mm, of time! Mm, mm. What a waste of time! No, beautiful. No, it's a waste of tiny. Gorgeous. I really fancy some smash. That stuff put me off. Um, mashed potatoes when I was a kid. Well, it's not potatoes. It's... No, exactly. We used to have it for school dinners. Yeah. And you'd get it and it was in a flipping, um, you know, the ice cream scoop. Yeah. Oh, and that put yeah. me right I off. Do it a bit of mashed potatoes. I wouldn't eat my mum's. Big... It. Like, it's not school mash. I wouldn't eat it. All right. All right. Let's go to the next. Let's go. Let's get advice. Hang on a minute, Jonathan. And you're in on this. Ed, you're in on this. Even though everything you've said this evening about food has disgusted me. Um, We're going to take it to the next level. How do you do mashed potato? Let's go oh, for it. Okay. Let's go for it. Because I, 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 I'll have you guys know I'm the master. Oh, Catherine, you go okay. first. Okay. <clears throat> whole half an hour talking about how to cook potatoes. Right. So you <laughs> you cut your potatoes up small to start with. Not too small. I'd say probably golf ball size. You're not getting any cl- visual clues from no. me. You put them in the water and it's already hot. It's already yeah. going. Right? Of course it is. And you boil it until you stick your fork in or your knife and it sort of starts to come apart a bit. Then they're out straight away. You get in there, bit of milk, bit of butter and give it a good pounding. Did that hand movement again? There we go. Wow. Someone's... uh... Yeah. I tried once... Lads around your way were lucky. Well, shut up. I tried once because I saw about, oh, posh people do like pureed potatoes and I did it with a blender. No, no. Oh, don't do that. It goes no. to, like, wallpaper paste. Edward, do you have mashed potato in your country? Yes, yes, we do. How do you make it? Uh, not including the microwave frozen stuff. Similar to Kath's recipe. Mm, yes. Except... You add get a, microwave add a, frozen mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah, That's no, disgusting. It's re- it is disgusting. Wow. That's why... So, to make real mashed potato, same recipe as Kath. Yeah. And, do, and you know, this, uh, potatoes. <laughs> the size doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, if it's the smaller the better. But when you do add, you know, you add a little bit of milk. Just a bit. And a massive knob yeah. of butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You give it a damn good thrashing. <laughs> Jonathan? Can, can you, you, I don't, you, really, I don't really do potatoes or cooking at all. I think if I had to, hypothetically, I'd just smash no, it. No, no, mate. Put it in a bowl and just mate, smash it. Mate, mm. if, if you don't do it, you can't get involved in this That's why you don't eat potatoes. Here we go. 
you get your potatoes. You don't cut them too small. You don't want them too small because no. then they they gonna you cut them um, if they're big ones in quarters, but generally in halves. You boil them up for forty minutes. It's a long boil. You must have a big pan. Yeah, I do actually. Um, you take them out. You get them in the colander. You drain them off. It's good. You give them a little zhuzh as well because they, they start to break down a bit. Beautiful. Then you put them back in the pan. You get the masher out and you start mashing. Mm-hmm. You start mashing, right? But you don't. You, you just get a few mashes just to get the breaking mashing? up. Mashing it like that, yeah. nice and slow, steady. You have to be mashed. You get. You go to your kitchen. You go to your fridge, and you pull out anything in your fridge that is white. <laughs> Anything? Anything you can eggs. find that is... Eggs aren't white. Boiled egg? Eggs are brown. They're white on the outside when you boil... Eggs are brown. What are you talking about? Listen, you pay... get white eggs. Pay attention. Pay attention. I don't see the colour of my eggs. You get your milk. Double cream. Oh, yes, please. Oh. Is that some mayonnaise there? Beautiful. Oh, you animal. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is egg, by the way, mayonnaise. I know how you make mayonnaise. <laughs> a bit of salad cream. Oh, baby, oh, yes. You dirty. Then, so you put you put all that in, and you put, notice this little, little bit of milk, a little bit of milk, little, whack it in there, whack it in there. Get all that in there. Um, then you get your cheddar, strong cheddar, number five. You grate it up, grate up the cheddar, put it in potato. Grate it up in there. Great, 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 great. Mash it up, mash it up, mash it up. Bit lumpy, perfect. The lumps are what um, keep it real. You serve that up. You will not. Oh, bit black, black pepper as well. This sounds like George's marvelous medicine. Just mix it up. But you make a right mess. Mix it up, mash it up. Don't matter about the mess. Serve it up, little darling. Serve it up. Uh, and that is the best mash you will ever get. Kath, remind me if Ian ever invites us oh, over no. to, to dinner, just check the oh, menu. No, don't don't worry, Ed. That won't be happening. Good <laughs> for both of you. That won't be happening. So you're okay there. Woo. So you don't have to worry about that because neither Are of you. Are you eating gonna... anything else with the mash? Because you've got half the kitchen in it. Yeah, baked beans. You use that, and you do those in the small sauce. Supposed to be an accompaniment. The mash, not the whole dinner. Jonathan, what have you called in for? Uh, has the other Jonathan called in this year yet? No. Uh, I'd like to declare myself the best Jonathan of 2017, in that case. Um, okay. 0344. For now. 499. If, any, if there are any other Jonathans listening... A better Jonathan. Uh, ...who would like to... Because it's a very, very poor start in terms of Jonathan... Doesn't eat potatoes. No. Very low-level Jonathaning there. So if there are any Jonathans that think they can do better than that one, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. And I'll be honest, you won't have to do a lot to guarantee your place as the best Jonathan of 2017. This is going out on the radio, yeah? A bit, yeah. Okay, well that's um, that's good. Oh no, Charles Manson's dying. Twenty seventeen's going to be even worse than twenty sixteen. No, I think that's a good thing. Matt, imagine right if in twenty seventeen, because Charles Manson is dying, he's eighty two. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine they said on the news yesterday, the BBC News, yeah. that he led a cult and he killed. Yeah, they called him a mass murderer but on he LBC. Didn't actually kill no, he didn't. anyone, did he? Well, he, the, the, with he, his own hands, he, he might have killed someone back at Spahn but, Ranch before, but, but he didn't. Did he, he kill nine people? No, he instructed them. LBC called him a, a mass murderer, mm. um, and he, he, he didn't. He didn't kill anyone apart from he may have murdered. He may have chucked someone down a well, but um, no, he he ordered them to do it. So no, he was not a mass murderer. He's a dodgepot. Mm-hmm. Wrote a brilliant song for the Beach Boys. Yeah. Um, 
But um, it would be good if in 2017 all the bad people died. Instead of the good people, all the bad people died. So, like, um, Brady? Brady's still around? Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just. Um, Bra- uh, what? Uh, yeah, Brady, the Yorkshire Ripper, Manson. If they all went one by one. Um, Rose West, is she still around? Mm-hmm. I think she is still around, isn't she? They all went. That would be good, wouldn't it? It'd be like, it'd be like um, karmic universal justice to the, the universe making up for the complete balls up that was 2016. Although you are veering dangerously close to starting a uh, let's hang them all uh, phone no, 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 I'm talking of, and... no. But, uh, no. What, what is going what, what are you listening to? Well, I didn't say let's hang them all. I'm saying <laughs> then, would it be good if the universe killed all the bad guys? All right, the universe can do it. Yeah. All right. Putin. Huh? Putin. What are you talking about? Putin. Well, George, George Galloway's mate. Yeah. You want George Galloway's mate to die? Well, it's a bit weird. Yeah, actually, I'll take it back. Putin. Don't keep saying it. Where's my Putin? <laughs> <laughs> we may not have any callers for the last hour. Of, there's another hour of this to go, and I'm feeling tired. Mm. I know I'm only going to get three hours sleep tomorrow. So do we. Huh? You mentioned it. Um... <clears throat> So what should we do for the last hour of the show? We, we need we need a theme. Brilliant bingo. You can't do that for an hour. That's, that's a little bit of fun. The, the, most of the no one seems to understand brilliant bingo. It's easy. We'll, 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 we'll have a quick game of it after the uh, the news. All right, here we go for the last hour of the show. Forget potatoes. We've done potatoes. Done. We've, 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 potatoes have been done. Eggs. How would you make a potato? Good, good potato salad. All right. Yeah. I mean, go. Right, so you get your, you get your spuds. Yep. Cut them up to a reasonable size. You're right? obsessed with cutting them before yeah. you boil them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Saves time. Yep. But you don't want to you don't want them to go too soft. So oh. again, I, I I would put what my spuds are you using? New potatoes. There we go. Good Leave girl. the skin Good on. Girl. Leave good girl. Good girl. In fact, if they're really small, don't cut them up. Good girl. Right. Very good girl. That yeah. is it. We're in. Anyway, yeah. you know, do them till you can stick a knife in, but they're still quite whole. Yeah. Yeah. Take them out. Take them out. Wait till they're cool. Yeah. Then you get your creme fraiche. Your oh! Chives. <laughs> you are a naughty lady. Yeah. Creme not, fraiche. Not playing games. No. Chives. Yeah. Whack them together. Maybe a bit of lemon juice. Spring onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would go mayonnaise, but but now you've mentioned creme, creme fraiche. fraiche. You, I think you won that one. Ed, you're not allowed to play this game. He's falling asleep in there. Unbelievable. Another hour of this rubbish to go, dear listener. I can only apologise. Oh, three. Imagine if the, the people have tuned, o- tuned over here because the, the, the Farage is on in there and they're getting tired of his ranting. And we've spent 30 minutes arguing about how to cook a potato. I would love to know how many microwaves have been set in motion while we've been talking. Oh, three, <laughs> four, four. Is that the right number? Yeah. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can call in about absolutely anything you want. Let's maybe try and avoid the potato conversation, though, for for a little while, if you don't mind. You're listening to Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death if 
Although I've been a bit late getting back to him, so it might be next week. Next week, but we might have Simon Reynolds on, mm-hmm. who's written this brilliant book that my sister got me for Christmas. Which uh, it's it's a I mean it's six hundred, a, a weighty tome, six hundred and fifty odd pages. Shock and awe, glam rock and its legacy. It's all about glam rock. It turns out I don't quite I don't like a lot of glam rock because it's all Bowie and Roxy music, and I don't like either of those. T Rex. Yeah, but I'm fa- I'm fascinated by Mark Bolan. Are you? Yeah, a very find- strange. Ar- fey little man who became arrogant um and massive sex the, symbol wasn't he partly because of the cocaine big friends with john peel then kind of shunned john peel when he became massive and but he was he was a pop star and he was friends with david bowie who obviously became a, a superstar and um Bowling never had a hit in the states mm. never had a hit in the states i only really know the hits the t-rex and they're a bit samey for me you're just a jeepster for my love mm. girl i'm just a jeepster for your love mm. yeah um but the, 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 this book is brilliant because a it talks about gary glitter and no one talks about gary glitter and it does it goes into a really interesting um write-up of gary glitter's music and then you know it says he's a nonce and all of that but it also says Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, uh, it talks about Slade in serious terms, with them being a serious. Gosh, there's Iggy Pop looking like a really hot woman, <laughs> whilst being whipped by someone in a Nazi outfit. Um, oh, and we also might be getting this gentleman on. That guy there, Rodney Bingenheimer. He might be coming Which on guy? the show. The guy there with the glasses. In the fringe. Yes, he might be coming on. Anyway, so Simon Reynolds, who's written this book, might be coming on tomorrow. He might be coming on next week. He's, he's in Los Angeles, California. Who Sounds else good. have we got coming on? That's it, isn't it? Um, I've got irons in some fires. I don't want to jinx it. Noddy Holder. Well, various irons in various fires. Don't other... jinx anymore. Well, who else you got? Especially don't mention ageing pop stars. Oh, God. Well, is, Gra- is Graham Nash coming on? I've had a word about Graham Nash. Yeah, uh, you, yeah. It's bad news. He will eventually, but he's not publicising anything at the moment. But they know we want him because we had a we had a date lined well, we up. We didn't have a date. It turns out, well, did we? Because we, she never actually properly confirmed well, you it. You got me to come in early one day to to, to talk to him. Yeah, and, and she said she would send. The, turns out you didn't have a phone number for she him. She said she'd send the yeah, phone number, and then you, she went off. But you you should she have, might have had an awful illness. Yeah, so you, let's not mention it. Well, you didn't. Check. She might be. 
you didn't might still confirm not be right. that you had a phone number and you didn't and i turned up early mm. like about four hours early mm. and then you went oh i haven't got a phone number and um, oh, oh, oh uh, ditzy no i was it, really poly- i really is, is am Miss gutted Bud. about that what i never showed you anything <laughs> apart from apoplectic rage that i'd been so stupid well these things um these things don't happen that often, so well, don't start they, that they business. Do, they do happen quite a lot with you. Let's be oh. honest. Let's be honest. Wow. 344 is the telephone number. Big Brother is... Um, well, it's a bit ropey. So they've just got the... the, um, the it's the best seas of the seas, is it? It's the sea words. It's the biggest C words. Controversial <laughs> candidates. Oh. Don't start because we're not encouraging them to do it. So don't no. even you do it in their heads. But I don't really. It's, it's, it's just. It's mainly. I don't understand why it's some of the the best ones from the past. Best ones being the most argumentative. But the old stars and some, but some new ones as well. I don't get that. Crossover. Well, because they know, basically, everyone wants to see a row, even though I think it's really boring now on, on Big Brother and shows like that, when you know that they've got people who are going in there and they're just going in to do a Jeremy Kyle every day. I don't like the pop art look. You think it's they, too bright? Yeah, I, I like it when it's dark and mysterious. I don't, I don't, I think the diary room looks awful. Absolutely awful. It's very uncomfortable, but it's supposed to, isn't it? Well, I've been we should not watch it, really. Well, no, but you keep saying, oh, it's Big Brother, can you put it on? No, you put it on tonight. I yeah, because you said you were... You put were the a... telly on, I said. We were watching uh, those two bald fellas claiming money the back. The sheriffs are coming. Mm-hmm. The, um, um, going around and bullying poor people. <laughs> I love that programme. <laughs> so it's right being poor. They shouldn't be poor. They shouldn't be poor. They weren't they should... all poor. Some of them were just chances. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like the chances so much. I prefer it when it's poor people. <laughs> the best one... It's me saying I don't like conflict. The best one was when there was almost a rumble in the porch that time. Oh, and the, the ex carney just been out for yeah, yeah. GBH or ABH yeah, or something. Very, very trigger. Tr- his trigger reflex was yeah. very, very fine. Yeah, he was standing doing the thing of standing in the the face. I was on a tube today, and I became aware. No, it was in. Was it, it was on the tube, and I became aware that I was standing too close to a young woman. <gasps> Space Invader. Yeah. And there was no reason... I mean, I, I thought that, that people were behind me, so I was moving forward. But actually, there wasn't anybody behind <gasps> me. So I was just standing really... Did you move back? No. Because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to... Do. I mean, it wasn't like... It wasn't well, breathing down her neck or anything. No, God, no. It wasn't, you know, pervy mm. or anything. Well, you think that way. Well, OK. okay. I, 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 I would be very surprised if if she'd have... Cons- but, but it was definitely... But there was no need for you to be standing so close. No, 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 not right. at all. Stra- very strange scenario. I mean, I should have just stepped back, but I froze. I had brain freeze. And, um... Well, it's good that you even consider things like that, because some men don't. You know that whole thing of walking down a street and walking on the same side of the road as the a woman in the dark is quite intimidating sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So a oh, lot I of men consider it and, and cross the road. I cross the road, or I, I um, like make noise to indicate. No, kind of noise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like whistle or, or, or you oh, know. Oh right, because that's not creepy. No. Well, what do you expect me? I just, so that they know that there is someone behind them. Not whistle. I don't know what I do. <laughs> I'll, I'll cough. <clears throat> oh. I can't. What? What? I, I don't want them to, to do that thing. I st- sometimes on the way home, I stop off at um, a petrol station that's open and go and get a little snackette. 
And it's quite a big forecourt. And I was driving in the other night, and there was a fella who had headphones on. This is like half one in the morning. And he was walking right in the middle of the forecourt. And I went up behind him, because I had to go up behind him, and I was going to pull... I parked... And he didn't know I was there in my car. And he got the fright of his life. He turned around. He said, whoa! Give me that. And he did the... What are you effing doing? You should effing... And I was thinking... And I... Were you the one that disabled yeah, your yeah, hearing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was doing it because he was scared. Right. And I went, what are you talking about, you idiot? Like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when we were in the shop, we both of us avoided each other because yeah. it would have been uncomfortable. But... um that was his fault for being a prune, right? Yeah. But what what am I supposed to do when I'm walking down the street and there's a young lady? Oh, hey, get, get get this. Middle-aged men get scared in those situations as well. Yeah, I know. But what am I supposed to do? I make a noise so that she knows she doesn't get surprised when suddenly I'm I'm up behind her and she's like, "Oh, she do, you don't want to do well, that." Well, you don't want to be getting up behind her. You want to be giving her a wide berth. Supposing it's it's an alleyway. Well, don't be <laughs> that <laughs> What are you doing down alleyways? Shortcut. It's a shortcut. So oh as I live down there. What, down and out? You don't, know. But I have to get... What is this elaborate scenario you're... In London. I don't, have, you, have you been to London? There's loads of alleyways. There's loads of avenues and alleyways, right? Um, and sometimes you have to... Do you know But sometimes you'll... That's when I'm most on my guard and I'm in, in, in a position where it's enclosed like that. So you coming any closer would yeah. terrify me. Well, what noise should I make I Try not to go down there. So only women can walk down dark alleyways? No, no, alleyways. I, I try not to go down dark alleyways. Although I have found myself doing it where I live. Yeah. I've lived there since I was 10, so I know it really well. It's a great story. Yeah. No, wait. Okay. So sometimes I'll, on the way home from, say, the station, when I used to come in on the train sometimes, yeah. I'll find myself just walking the way I, I used to walk on the way to school home, but home from school. But, but I forget yes. that it's a dark yeah cut through uh-huh. and it's probably not the best idea and if it was well, if you, I was watching you, someone else doing it on the beginning of casualty yeah. I would know what was going to happen you just told everybody the route you walk home when you do it no I haven't they're going to kill you <laughs> what's your um, what's your spontaneous weapon uh, oh I've been taught SAS technique <laughs> You're laughing at you won't be laughing if you try to assault me. <laughs> I have SAS technique. Have. All right, mate, go on. So, what's your spontaneous? Well, you know weapon? the first rule of SAS technique is you don't. Yeah. You don't uh, broadcast your itinerary, so okay. I can't tell you, but I, I I might show you later. Mine would be. It's not the classic expect. keys between the fingers. But, oh, I do that as well. But right now, I've got a plug in my pocket. Got a plug, so a plug, and I was fingering it today in my pocket. Perfect weapon. You're not but, weird at all, are you? I wouldn't want. <laughs> Put a plug in my pocket. Was that where you were bearing down on a woman in a dark alley oh, coffee? Oh, God. Please, don't, mate. Don't say that, because that is how rumours start. Don't, don't, Catherine. That is how rumours start, and that is an unfair <laughs> thing to do. You said it. I am uh, a, I'm a feminist, okay? So, please. What? Go on. I, this is what... Hey, this is what a feminist looks like. <laughs> Here, let me burn your bra for you. <laughs> You see there, there you go. It's a, so it's a plug. So the three pins of the plug through the fingers. So if anyone comes to assault me physically, sexually, emotionally, mentally, whatever it may be, smack them in the face with that. But the and this, it's it, they're thicker than keys. So with a bit they're coming bit. from 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 in front of you. What if they're coming from behind? See, that's the that's the thing I've been shown. All right, so so go, well, go on then. Help, help. You drop. 
right? Instead of because they expect well, you pants. to do that. No, no, no. You drop forward. Yeah. They'll fall over you. You grab their leg from between yours. Boom! Straight over. I told you when I was at my. my and you snap the necks. I went round to see. <laughs> don't slap anyone's necks, um, unless they've what got the a, SAS do. Um, I went round to my friend Steve's house years ago, right? Mm. And it was late enough, about one o'clock in the morning. He was going. I was going to go around there and stay around there. And um, he, I rang the doorbell, and it took a long time to open. And then he opened it, and there was a gentleman with him. Right? I thought this is weird. And I bounded in. I, I felt well, completely honest. I thought he was he was buying. Um, marijuana off this gentleman. I thought he had. So you a, thought party time. I thought, yeah, I thought he had a, a drug dealer around uh, because that was the lifestyle that Steve was leading at the time. So I bounded in. I thought it's weird that he's, he's both him and his dealers come down the stairs to open the front door because it was a flat. Risk. And just <clears> in <throat> case the boss or Ofcom are listening, this is going to underline why drugs are a bad idea for people. Oh no, 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 definitely no. not encouraging. Oh it. no, no, we had a brilliant time. No, there, no, there were no drugs involved. No, I'm not encouraging. This was just the lifestyle that Steve was leading at the time. Um, so then I bounded upstairs and we're talking, and suddenly I realised there's a weird, weird vibe going on, right? And then I'm thinking, why is this drug dealer carrying a rounder's bat? Oh. That's odd. And Steve was looking very sheepish, which is unlike him. And and I'm chatting, and, and then suddenly it dawned on me, like two or three minutes into it, Steve had been having it away with this fella's missus. And he'd come round to... Challenge him to a catching competition. To duff him up. Right. Right. To duff him up. And suddenly I started panicking. And I, I was going, guys, this is nothing to do with me. Um, I'm going to go, you're going nowhere, sunshine. You're part of this now. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I said to him, thinking of my feet... <clears throat> I said, listen, this is before exactly what I worked out what was going on. I thought it was just like a robbery or a mugging or something in his house. So I said, listen, I can I can withdraw £1,000 on my debit card. Let's go and get some money and, 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 and let's sort this out. And he went, that was the wrong thing to say. He went nuts. Yeah, because you're talk, talking about his wife's honour. Yeah, he went nuts. This is, this is about money. You think you can buy me off? Blah, 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 blah. My, my mate's coming round and he's got a gun. What? Okie dokie. So his his mate then came round with a gun. <gasps> Except what? we never saw the gun. Oh. All so we you saw in his pocket. All we saw was his hand in a pocket and a bulge protruding from the. But but at the time, I'm cacking myself. I'm not. I don't want to in any way pretend that there was any bravery or or any. I was terrified. Even though it could have been a banana. Yeah, yeah. I was calling them sir. I was calling them sir because I didn't want to get shot. But what I was doing, I was clever. I had my phone in my pocket, and I'm dialing. I'm, I'm dialing nine nine nine, and I was going, Steve. Just remind me where we are. Remind us where we are again. He said, what do you mean? Just remind us the address of your flat. Cunning. And so he says the address of the flat. And I'm thinking the, the old bill are going to come around. This one's about 20 minutes. We're there. And there's a little bit of pushing and shoving going on. And, you know, you know. And then they went. And it turns out I hadn't dialed 999. I dialed 666. <laughs> the number of the beast. <laughs> so there was no help whatsoever. Me and Steve cacked ourselves, and we we gave it twenty minutes. Then we jumped out into my car, and we went and checked into a hotel. It was terrifying. But what I should have done then, and someone said to me, "This is what you do in these situations. Mm. You go loco." Because they won't know what they're dealing you with. You go loco.
loco and start acting crazy. Mm-hmm. Darren Brown did it once. Darren Brown got mugged and he started talking to them about walls or something. He started, he started going off into some mad rambling monologue about walls and it blew their minds um, and, and they stopped well, mugging him. You reminded me of an incident. Yeah. When I'd been living in Paris for a while, you know. I, uh, Bloke was, got his wanger out. Uh, that was, this was after the wanger incident. Wow. Right. And I, after I'd been followed home once and a guy tried to force his way into the, um, you know, like they have a. The a, vestibule. A, a, yeah. So a big door and then yeah. there's like an old creaky lift. And yeah. I was about three flights of stairs up. Um, but apparently what they would do is like, you know, they'd get you to the door and get you into that. that sort Kim of Kardashian style. Well, I guess. But it, his intentions were not to rob me of my jewels because I didn't have any. Yeah. So, to yeah. um, so I told my housemate about this. She was the the landlady and she said, right, well, if you'd have got you in there, no one would have co- you know, no one would have come out to help you. Because they'll complain about a party, but they won't hear about a woman screaming. Yeah. They'll let you. Yeah, that's France. I'm glad we voted so, out. So t- terrified. I mean, it was kind of a delayed reaction to that. Yeah. Um, I was about to leave Paris. I've been there a while. And I'd become quite annoyed at the way I was being treated yeah. by various um, dodgepots. Yeah. <clears throat> and this bloke came up to me in the street as I was walking home one night, again, quite late on my own. But, you know, it's Paris. There was always people about yeah. to a certain point. So I didn't feel like I was vulnerable up to then. But um, I kind of realised I was on my own. And he started this patter again that the guy had done before, before he just sort of tried to force me into the, the lobby. So I turned around and I gave him, like, in the most perfect French, yeah. I was saying, so what's the plan then? You're going to cut me up into small pieces? Whoa, or... Catherine! Straight in there, you know, straight into... He went, he backed off. Yeah. His face went completely... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pe- he went, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, I thought you were foreign. Hey. And he ran! You know, I'm not a very tall person, but he thought I was nuts. Yeah, well... When have you gone loco? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. You're like our kid. I'm buzzing about Saturday night. Yeah, ma'am, make us a brew, yeah. Get us a pint, lad. I'm gagging. Yeah, that be a rismant. He's dead sounding, that bloke. <laughs> Hello, everyone, this is Billy. Today, I'm going to talk about Manchester dialect words. Besides the Liverpool dialect, the Manchester dialect is also one of the most popular dialects in Northwest England, and it is also called Mancunian. But let's take a look at some Mancunian dialect words. The first one is our kid. Do you remember the Scouts was our kid? In Manchester, people say our kid, not our kid. And of course, it doesn't mean a child. Our kid means a sibling or a close friend. The next one is buzzing. You might think of a bee when you hear this word, but in Mancunian, buzzing means happy or excited. And the word buzz means something exciting. So you can say it like, it's gonna be a buzz. Then let's take a look at an example sentence. Hey, mate, I can't wait for Saturday night. You're right, our kid. I'm buzzing about Saturday night. Hey, mate, I can't wait for Saturday night. You're right, our kid. I'm buzzing about Saturday night. The next word is brew. You know this word means beer, right? But don't bring beer when people in Manchester ask for a brew. That's because brew means a cup of tea in Mancunian. So when Mancunian people ask for a brew, just make a cup of tea. Let's take a look at an example oh, sentence. Asking a Korean person hey mom, could you make tea. a cup of tea? Yeah ma'am, make us a brew ya. Yeah. yeah ma'am. Hey mom, could you make a cup of tea? Yeah ma'am, make us a brew ya. Yeah. Mm. 
The next one is gagging. Can you guess what it means? Yeah, gagging for it. You might think it's related to a joke, but in Mancunian, gagging means thirsty. For example, give me a pint. I'm thirsty. Get us a pint, lad. I'm gagging. Give me a pint. I'm thirsty. Get us a pint, lad. I'm gagging. A pinter. The next word is mint. In Latin, mint originally means one kind of herb, right? But in Manchester, mint means great. For example, yeah, that beer is nice. Yeah, that beer is mint. Yeah, that beer is nice. Yeah, that beer is mint. The next one is dead. Dead originally means not alive, right? But in Mancunian, dead means very or extremely. Yeah, yeah, he's right. So when you want to emphasize something, you can use this word like dead good. The last one is sound. When you hear this word "sound," you might think of this, right? But in Manchester dialect, "sound" means good. So when you want to simply praise something, you can just say it's sound. For example, he's very nice. He's dead sound in that bloke. He's very nice. He's dead sound in that bloke. Now we know some Manchester dialect words. I know my Mancunian accent is not perfect, but I hope this one helps you to understand some Mancunian. And that's it for today. I'll see you next time. Bye. He's a, he's a, bye, Billy. He's a genius. <laughs> Korean Billy, absolute genius. I don't know who's been teaching him though. Well, I think he's uh, that is um, that's dead sound. That video. <laughs> I've got a couple of um, queries. Yes. Our kid, you wouldn't. I wouldn't call a friend our kid. Our kid is someone younger than you in your family. No, I got my, my mate Dave calls me our kid. Yeah, but is he doing it to joke you? Oh, he goes. How are you doing, our kid? Mm. Yeah, so you're wrong there. No, the, the, I think he might be joshing. Dave, he's not joshing. Dave and Korean Billy know Manchester better than you. Because if you were saying, if so, right, if some, for example, if my mum refers to our kid, it means her youngest sister. Yeah. And she's got three other sisters, but it's the youngest one. Right. Pablo, what do you reckon? Hip, 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 and we'll cough on this one. Well, our kid's always your youngest sibling, isn't it? I think it must be a northern thing. Mm. Well, it is a northern. That's what we're talking about. It's a northern thing but he's saying it can be mate and i wouldn't ever call someone who's not a family member. well uh, my mate no. no i think he's having you on he's not dave is not having me on he calls me our kid and he means it as uh, how you doing mate mm. is it not a misappropriation of cultural dialect yeah i think he might be, i don't know what that means i think he might be being cute with you he's not being stop 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 it pablo what have you called him for get really angry with everyone tonight pablo um, well, talk about angry. Um, I, I, I attempted to segue in last night with it being a female-related uh, issue, but yes. uh, my daughter's gone feral. What? In what way? Um, well, it started a while back. She um, developed this character of Waffles, the dog. Sorry, how old is your daughter? Twenty-seven. She's three. Three. Oh, oh right. Oh, okay. yeah. Thirty-three. No, three. Um, yeah, and she just wants to be waffles sometimes, and she'll go about being a, being a dog. And it's just, it's, she came up with a name, I'm quite happy with it. It, yep. it shows creative flair. Um, Does waffles yeah. do naughty things, though? Well, recently she has, she's she bit me a couple of times, and then she, which is kind of unacceptable, but acceptable if it's just me, as long as she's not biting anybody else. But then she bit me, uh, hey. me mother's fella, the other, oh. the other day, on the arm, quite... Hey. Quite uh, a purpley, a purpley reddish Ouch. bite mark left. Ouch, So I've had to uh, incorporate a, a reward box to guarantee she doesn't bite anybody. Now she's back at school. But do you would you reward her with like human treats or dog biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> she's got some bonios in. Yeah. Uh, other dog biscuits are available. 
Unbelievable. Um, it's nuts. You've just reminded me completely. We were watching some David Copperfield videos the other day. My youngest, for some reason, couldn't say David Copperfield, and he kept calling uh, Danny Cockable. <laughs> Can we watch another Danny Cockable? Danny Cockable? <laughs> I was going to say, David Copperfield, Danny Cockable. What, you t- what? How can you not understand the words David Copperfield? David! Danny Cockable. <laughs> Sounds like my mum. Unbelievable. She, she does that. Um, How are you going to break her out of this, Pablo? This is not natural behaviour. This has got to end. Well, no, well, that's it. We're just kind of uh, trying to slowly no. ease out waffles. So uh, she does ask to be waffles, so we're just saying no rather than yes. Um, so it's hopefully... It's a bit mean-spirited, though, Pablo. waffles always have to be violent, though? Couldn't waffles... Well, the waffles is normally a lovely little dog. Have you got a dog? Uh, no, right. No. Well, she, she, she wants, loves dogs. She, she wants a dog, mate. Dog. That's what that yeah, is. Well, that's... This whole waffles thing is she wants an actual dog. Mm. Well, that's it. I mean, there's not there's not much. Uh... Oh, um, I, I would say on a, on a, on a on another moved away way. from the dog topic very She's quickly. Not a dog. He's called in to talk about dogs, but as soon as we start saying he should get one for his daughter, otherwise he doesn't no. love her, he moves away no, from gonna... that. I've got a rule that it's no small mammals until at least five. That's that's been my, my rule. Okay, okay. Well, you're kind um, of my dad who never let me have anything apart from a fish. It was boring. A fish at the moment. Well, we're going to start with a hamster. Yeah. It. Anyway, so go on. Just, what else you got? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I know you don't like being recommended things, no. but something that I've watched recently that I enjoyed, which is of a, 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 a kind of a bent of uh, a type of thing that you like, um, is uh, Dirk Gently, Holistic Detective uh, Agency. Yeah, I've seen that's popping up on my Netflix. Is that... Is, uh, I don't know if well, I, I, well, I, I went. I went into it, uh, like, a bit wary, because obviously it's an American kind of reworking of... Um, what's his name? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. D- Adams, Douglas uh, Adams, yeah. Douglas Adams' uh, books. But uh, a few years ago, um, Stephen Mangan did one for BBC Four, where they did a few episodes, which I think actually I think they got a lot of the ideas for Sherlock from, like the the way that they, they do it and shoot it. But that's yeah. a, that's a, aside from the point. You've lost but him. I quite like that. Uh, so was, and why, nice why is Mangan? Is Mangan in this new one? No, no. This Stop new talking one. about Mangan. It's got Frodo in it. It's got the Hobbit Frodo fella. Who's that? Um, I forget his name. Uh, he was in. Oh, what else was he? He was in that thing about uh, Wilf or Wolf about the dog. Um, about uh, it was copied from an Australian what thing. What earth is he talking on, talking about now? Pablo's having a breakdown. He's obsessed with dogs. <laughs> dogs. He keeps bringing uh, dogs into it. Well, you know, Frodo. Um, I've, I've not seen. I've not seen. Thing. I've not seen it. Oh, that's try hard. <laughs> Pablo, it sounds like you're melting, so I'm going to let you go and melt in, in private. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Talk radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, George. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Good evening, Good evening Ed. Good evening, Hi. good evening, George. Good evening, Catherine. Good evening, Ed. Good evening, listeners. Good, good evening, evening, callers. Everyone. Good evening, everybody. Good Who evening, wrote the? Um, here we are, all here again. Is it true that you know the? Good morning, Mrs. Vanessa. Good morning, everyone. That that was written by Brian Eno. Well, I don't know, do I? I think he did. Brian Eno wrote. The tune, not the words, well, the, the words, but the words obviously, good, at school, good, good morning everybody, good morning Mrs Smith, good morning everyone, written by Brian Eno, huh? that is, I, I, I'm sure that's true, I read that somewhere. How would he introduce it though? 
there. What do you mean? He wrote the, um, you know, Brian Eno wrote that. Yeah, but that's clearly a commission. Who's he going to send his music to? The school, the school board. Send it to the head teacher. The school board. But so if he can write, if someone can write, what are the words for that? What words are you saying for that? Well, see, my one. Now you're at work. Mine used to be. Time to go home. Because oh. that's when you switch it off. All right. Time what was to on? Go what home. was on? Ba, 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 ba. It's what the same w- thing, but higher. Yeah, but what done. was the on one then? What was the what opposite? Of- <laughs> Is that that's a right? lightsaber? Oh yeah. Um, what's the the song when you turn your computer on, George? Because we use Macs now, so we don't get that. I haven't used a computer for years, ever since I had a mobile phone. And being um, poor, living in London, don't need one. Once you've got a phone, you don't need a computer, really. Hang on a minute. YouTube.com. Let's find out. Turning your Mac on. Here we go. Let's have a little listen. It's not a Mac noise, though, is it? Oh, yeah, that's it. It's on your PC. Thank you, Catherine. Um, Music. Um... PC on music. Come on, guys. Jesus, what is wrong with computers? <laughs> anyway, George, you've, you've really um, thrown me into a tizzy. So what have you called in for? I'm so sorry. What have you called in for, mister? What have you got? Um, you were chatting about um, uh, nervous moments yes. with guns. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, a week before Christmas. One of those, it was a very foggy night. To set the scene, South London walking home with my wife. Um, yes. over the corner of our shoulder, someone comes running out of the fog. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, like, yes. uh, it's a kid with a gun. <gasps> Genuinely pointing... Yeah, well... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to recreate this. Theatre of the mind, George. Theatre yeah. of the mind. There are, there'll be some um, sad sacks going, oh, kid with a gun. Now I've added the music, they're going, oh, kid with a gun. Misty kid night, yeah, South exactly. London. Yeah. Exactly. So um, we've, got, we've got to paint the picture for these yeah. idiots that listen to this rubbish. Little, uh, uh, scarf so, over a, a his kid, face. You say kid, eyes. I imagine... Scarf over his face. He had a scarf over his face. Yeah, like, uh, it could have been a handkerchief, could have been a scarf, all tied back. It was classic. Wow. Uh, Stand and deliver. Gangster style. Yeah. If you've ever seen the film, which obviously this kid had done, yeah. he was doing all the right things. Wow. What what he happened? Had, he had the wide leg stance. Yeah. Both hands on the gun. Yeah. yeah. Looking like a, you know, a absolute classic... Um, Jeez. Gunman shooting. Yeah, gunman shooting. Because that's yeah. the thing they do wrong in films. You can't shoot a gun with one hand. No. You can't, certainly can't do two no. at once. It no. would be yeah. all off that the place. That instantly made me think, this is either a real gun or a kid who's watched a lot of TV. Yeah. But it was also quite late, and there was someone pointing a gun at me. At which point, do you know, as you were saying, like, what you do, you get your keys out your bag, and you, yeah. you threaten them with the keys and whatnot, that all goes out your head. Yeah, yeah. There is a gun pointing at you. So my wife says, F off. Ooh, flip it. Eh? And I, I'd be going, yeah. all right, love, calm down. I'll deal with this. No. How much would you like, sir? No. And he sa- well, he says already, give me, give me your money. Yeah. Give me At which money. point we're thinking, money no one carries money anymore, do they? No. And if he runs off with our cards, what are we going to do? Ten minutes later, we're home. Yeah. They're cancelled. He's just got a load of old plastic nonsense. Right. And so, <laughs> sort of, you know, we're thinking... He's either going to shoot us dead, yeah. in which point, problem solved, no worries. Wow. Dead. Yeah. Uh, or, um, 
uh, we'll just carry on walking home. Easy peasy. Uh, we carry on walking. He gets a bit cross about this. Hang on a minute. So he's pointing a gun at you and you just walk past him? More or less, yeah. Oh. Which is exactly what he had no idea what to do about. No. Because he was smaller than us. Yeah. There was two of us. He had two pals back on the corner. Yeah. We were sort of chuckling. Again, they were laughing at him because his robbery was going wrong. Yeah, and... Ah, oh, this is a th- You know, we called the police soon after, and I had to... Did he say anything? So, let's go... So, you walked off. Did he <laughs> Did yeah. he say anything? As you, did he say, Oi! Yep. Oi! And so Oi! He, Come he, he on! Sort of ran back. He went He went back across the road, and then his friend sort of says, Oh, go, try again, try again. And he sort of ran back, and he was all try sort of... Again. skipping, jumping about. He was all... He was, you know, more nervous and frightened than we were. Yeah. So he's all flighty all my days. Yeah. And, um... At which point we just said, no, seriously, mm, F off. Yeah. Um, carried on walking. My wife said, right, we're phoning the police. <coughs> yeah. We got another, you know, 10, 20 yards down the road. Yeah. On the phone, there's a guy with a gun here. And then it was so exciting. They said, right, we've got you on our system. Yeah. We've got cars on the way. Five minutes later, we've they've driven past you, you know, unmarked cars. We've got, you know, armed response units all in the area. Obviously, never found the guy. Oh. Never, yeah. I, and um, gave the old statement and whatnot. But oh. um, I'm fairly sure they thought we were, you know, just some kids mucking around. But um, uh, did, they, did Is it a route that you often use? Yeah. Dead man walking. He's crazy. I was, you know, I, I feel, you know, a certain sympathy with the police because obviously we've just described, you know, someone who's five foot four. Yeah. Um, uh, with a gun, with the mask over their face. So we saw, you know, black hair, eyes, that was it. Yeah. Um, how, you, how do you find that? You well, know, they've got a lot of CCTV but, in London these days. You'd be yeah, surprised. It was right outside uh, a school with CCTV, but just obviously not pointing the right way. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, someone phoned up the next day and said, oh, you know, you sounded like you were all right. And I was like, well, I had to be all right because my wife was, you know, they are... Yeah, 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 because you don't want to, you know... Yeah. Good to and they said, oh, yeah, no, just try walking home in a slightly more lit-up area. Like... <laughs> like it was your fault. It's, yeah, it's a complete great, residential area. Great work, cops. Yeah, <laughs> whatever way we went, like, uh, it couldn't be more residential. These are houses which are, you know... 1.2, 1.5 million pounds to buy at least. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh gosh, uh, I, I hopped in a car after it happened with these police officers. It was fantastic. They pulled up, flashed the old badge. Yeah. That was exciting. That was just like a film. Uh, and uh, we zipped around, but there was, you know, there was people coming home. It was, you know, party night, week before Christmas, uh, Wednesday or Thursday night. And there were single women walking by with their, you know, takeaways in their bags and, their, you know, holding their shoes and whatnot. And I was thinking, if it had been anyone else, it had been my mum and dad walking home, yeah. God knows what would have happened. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. you know, it was just, I suppose maybe they picked on us because we were, uh, you know, two people together who looked young and, you know, there was a man and a woman and it could have been an easy pickings and whatnot. But, uh, no, it was... Uh, oh, man, that sounds horrible. Crazy. At what point did you start shaking? Because... When I've been in situations like that, I'm all like bark and you know, like your wife telling people where to go. Yeah. And it's about half an hour, an hour later, the, the shaking starts. Yeah. Like, I'm very glad she's asleep. The radio's on in the bedroom. I hope she hasn't woken up. Well, I could be in trouble because of even talking about it. I, and, but, um, no, for 
that whole evening we couldn't talk to each other normally. And she was worried. She was saying, like, God, like, I told him to off. And if he had a gun, he could have yeah. killed us. Yeah. Funny old f- fl- fight oh, or flight, for, they call it, don't yeah, they? Yeah, for, you know, for, it's the uh, reptilian. I'm, reptilian in my mind, I'm thinking it was just the kid mucking about. But that could have been, you know, a gun he found that was his brother's, you know. To, I'm, I'm the fellow who works in the military antiques, and so mm-hmm. I spend a lot of my time looking at these sorts of things. And that wasn't, as far as I can work out, that wasn't the toy gun he was he was playing with, so... Mate, Ooh. listen, I'm, well, listen, I'm glad you're alive, obviously, um, uh, and uh, I don't envy you one one little bit. Thank you for sharing that with us, George. What a horrific story. 0344 499 last 18 minutes of the show, this is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Ah, OK, Simon Reynolds, the author of that book, has just emailed it. Can't do tomorrow. Maybe Monday of next week. Wonderful. That will be excellent. Excellent. And if you have um, suggestions for guests, dear listener, we need to do... Kath and I need to get our heads together. About every sort of um, two or three months, we... Uh, no, yeah, about every two months, we um, sit down and make a ridiculous list of people that we'd like, and then we kind of split it and, and email them and approach them. And, and Our hit rate is uh, is pretty good, even though we are some ridiculous people. Yeah, Carly Simon never got back. Carly Simon, no. I'm David Copperfield. Danny, um, what, 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 um, what was he called? I can't remember what it was called. Danny Cockybonk or something. <laughs> Cock and ball, wasn't it? Cock and ball, cock and ball, that was it. Um, we're going to approach Danny Cockerball. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I don't think so. Hey, very exciting. We went for a, we both got into work really early today. So we went for a little wander up to the BFI, the British Film Institute, and uh, had a very nice coffee there. And um, it was a production meeting, so we can claim that back. And um, they, we bought tickets to go and see um, The King of Comedy. The uh, Robert De Niro, Jerry Lewis film, one of my favourite, favourite films of all time. I've not seen it for years. I was going to watch it recently, actually, because I've been clearing out some DVDs and I've kept that one. And I thought, oh, I might watch that, but I'm I'm glad I haven't. Um, So I've not seen it for years and I've never seen it in the cinema. So watching that on a big screen, it's just... I don't understand. Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro playing a a stalkerish fan who thinks he's a brilliant stand-up comedian who kidnaps... Um, an ageing Jerry Lewis. He thinks all he needs is a shot, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's, it's, it's brilliant. It's about um, uh, the, the fame and celebrity and talent. And... I was going to say, you replace that with a talent show, George. You've got yeah, yeah, yeah. 2017, Oh, you? yeah, completely. I, th- I think, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it's about 1983, 83, 84. It's got that kind of vibe about it. Um, but the story is completely would completely work now you know that 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 frustrated performer kidnaps somebody so they get their big chance and sandra bernhardt in it is the psychopathic sex crazed now there's a woman who can do loco wow when she i'm just gonna rip my clothes off jerry would you want me to rip my clothes off jerry it's johnny's just oh it's brilliant i'm so excited so we're gonna go see that in a couple of weeks absolutely thrilled at that it's quite pricey though yeah but the cinema is these days isn't it yeah it is it is. It's, uh, uh, but this is an old film, so you'd think you get it for, like... Uh, look, my greatest discovery was when I used to live in Muswell Hill in North London. Um, there was a cinema, and a, and a really old Odeon oh, there. Oh. And they used to do pensioners' afternoons. Mm-hmm. So, so Thursday, at like midday or two o'clock or something, they'd show a really old film, and it would cost, like, one pound fifty. Yeah. 
and it was brilliant. We watched this really weird science fiction film from the 30s. It was the weirdest thing. But what was more exciting was they showed loads of old newsreel about that cinema. And boy, oh boy, in the 40s, it was the place to be. In the 40s, they had, I can't remember, it was like big movie stars were there for the premiere. And they had all the news footage of the premiere of this film there. And they came out and stood on the balcony. And there were thousands of people there. I'm thinking, I live here. I can't imagine it being like that. There was a brilliant old cinema near where I used to live in Nottingham when I was at university. On the Derby Road, and I would love to know if it's still there, in the Lenton end of Derby Road. And it was called the Savoy. Yeah. And again, it was like a wartime cinema. And the prices were cheaper. You could go and see a proper like, new yeah. film. Because it, it was a character place. I'd much rather go and see a film there than go to a, you know, a multiplex. Yes. But it cost about, you know, in the mid-90s, about six quid to go and see a new film. Yeah. Um, and they had double seat, love seats. Oh. There was a bar. Um, and it was pr- like kind of plush, old, decadent faded glory type yeah, place yeah. oh it was wonderful i used to love it there love where it was that um where was that cinema that we went and saw that spanish film? oh that's the um curzon in victoria mm-hmm. that was nice that was luxurious enjoyed that you take in a coffee but that's slick that's these days slick. yeah yeah it? oh that's modern slick yeah yeah you don't get the kind of flea pits very often but i don't i'm not a fan <clears throat> we've got two cinemas near us. One's a little bit further away. It's a picture house, mm. uh, which is this brilliant chain where they're all, um, uh, they show like obvious films. They also show kind of slightly obscure stuff as well. Um, and uh, it, the, the screens are quite nice and small. It's modern, but they're quite nice and quite small and they do good food there. And we kind of go there and it's a day out. And I pr- much prefer that, although sometimes we have to go to the Odeon in Slough, which is, uh, I think it's an Odeon or is it a view? Might be a view, actually. Um, and it's great. because does they the job. Sh- yeah, it does the job. And they show loads of films. And it's a bit cheaper. But, you know, when you're in screen nine and it's this tiny little screen with the sound is crappy and it's just a bit... It loses the magic. There are some brilliant places. There's a place in Berkhamsted that's yeah. a, a revived mm. old Art Deco yeah. cinema. Yes. And it's been done with love, you know, yeah. to the point where Charles Dance will come and introduce oh, films, you know, yes. gladly. Ladies in Lavender, I think he came and did when that was out. Yeah. And they'll get people who've got a real love affair with what he's trying to do. There's two of the. I think he's got another one as well now. can't remember where the other one is. But the guy that runs it is this... Um, He's like this sort of headmasterly, a cross between a headmaster and Basil Fawlty. Yeah. And he like rules the place, absolutely rules it, because it's his, Where is it's his baby. This is in uh, Berkhamsted. The Rex. We have him on the radio one. Yes, because I, I thought yeah. it was brilliant. Yeah. And they do special screenings, so they'll do the kids' ones, yeah. but he'll be up and down the aisles patrolling it and telling any kids that are throwing popcorn yeah. you know, to sort it out, and he'll get them to, down and clean it up. He also does like you know ones for breastfeeding mums to go in. Yeah, yeah. Um, knitters. There was yeah. a knitting club that wanted yeah. a special screening. Didn't he get in trouble? That, yeah, because what had he done? Oh, it was it was it was a mum, mothers and babies. It was a breastfeeding one, but they were showing like a fifteen film or something. And someone reported. Someone him. reported them that there were kids there, but he was like, "Well, they're babies. They're not watching the film." Yeah, and it wasn't like a porno or anything, you know. It was, a, and he got in trouble for no, that. And didn't he's he? brilliant. He's trying to do something independent. Yeah, we had him on the show. That place was. I fell in love with that place. I'd love to. Uh, can I have an out time, please? I'd love to. Uh, 
own a cinema. Yeah, for a long time I was obsessed with an off-licence in Amptill near where I live. Yeah. Because it was built in the old cinema building. Yeah. That film I've lent you, Cinema Paradiso, yeah. oh my goodness, if you yeah. love cinema, that is the one. And it was, again, the shape of it, you know, with the steps that come down in a kind of rounded thing, walking into... You could tell that the off-licence was, you know, pretty much the same building yeah. and you could see the... Um, the uh, projectionist the window. The was was we used to be a cinema. They made it into, no, they'd made it into parade of shops, and the offie was the entrance hall of the old cinema. And for ages, I was obsessed with if I ever win the lottery and I don't need to make any money and I can do something just to keep myself busy, <coughs> I'll turn that back into a cinema and we'll do like outdoor films and it'll be brilliant. But they ploughed it down. Oh, That's yeah. where our waitress is. Michelle says, I'm seeing the King of Comedy on the 29th. Is that when you're going? No, we're going for the. the that's the That was the one we were looking at. Mm-hmm. And then I think we're going on the 23rd or. Something. Or are we? Oh, yeah. What, in case it's a murderer? Well, yeah, you just told me off to, for broadcasting my route home. And you well, it is the 23rd. It's not yeah. going to murder us in a cinema. Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, well, that was a theatre, mate, not a cinema. Well, they didn't have cinema then. Well, that's true. A- Abraham Lincoln um, was a giant, mm. was technically, medically a was giant. He? Yeah, he had this, uh, th- this disease where his organs kept on growing. Don't. Is this true? Yeah, this is. I was listening to the thing on the radio for the other day. They they think he did. They think he did. Obviously, yeah. but his organs kept on growing. And had he not been shot, he wouldn't have lived much longer because his heart would have grown and grown and grown and burst out of his chest. Wow, that is and that so is true. A, a humanitarian <laughs> with a heart that was too big. John Wilkes Booth the guy that shot Lincoln. How do I know that? Why would I know that? It's just in there. John Wilkes Booth. Um, yeah, he, he, was a, he, was, he was a giant and his organs are growing. There's a disease that you've got. That's why he looked so... Um, Long and lean. Yeah. Long. And ill. He always looked ill, didn't he? Pictures I've seen. Hang on a minute. Uh, do photographs exist of him? Yeah. Were photographs around of Abraham Lincoln or are they just yeah, photographs of, Were they photographs of people who look like Abraham Lincoln? I can do an impression of Abraham Lincoln. Can you, though? Well, I'm Abraham, I'm Abe Lincoln, and I'm going to free all the slaves. You are emancipated, my friend. Fair play, that is spot on. It's not bad, is it? Bob on that. It's not bad. But do photos actually yes. exist of Abraham Lincoln? or all Sepia. They... Those ones yeah. where they had to stand still. Yeah, mate, I can do sepia on my phone. So it doesn't necessarily mean that what you've seen in these post-truth days doesn't necessarily mean that what you've seen is actually the big man himself. Gosh. Big man being the operative you really phrase. You tonight twisting my melon. <laughs> well, I've seen you, Spud. <laughs> well, I just mean a potato. I've got no idea what you're talking about. I'm just going to stop talking. OK, well, that would be... Thank at last. At last, the... Um, because whatever I say gets turned the, the into... L- the lesson... Fifth. You're still talking? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Amusing out loud. Yeah, that's talking. That's talking. You've just... You've literally just said... Typical of your lies. <laughs> you've just said, Oh, I'm going to stop talking. But now I'm going to keep on talking, our kid. And I don't mean um, sibling. I mean friend. No, that I wouldn't ever it. say that. There you go again. More words. Oh, More unnecessary... Don't spout untruths. I'm not spouting untruths, mate. I'm I'm dis- I'm um, like uh, audio description for the blind. <laughs> I'm audio descripting for the blind your behaviour. And you know what? You don't come out smelling of roses. You've got egg on your face. 
Oh, look, now you're not talking. But Anything else? I knew you'd start talking then. <laughs> just I knew it. the next one. The, the, next onslaught. <laughs> of questionable similes. <laughs> of what? Questionable similes. There we go. Well done. We got, we got there in the end. <laughs> Well, guys, um, oh, there's a photo. There's a photograph of Abraham Lincoln. So, I was right. But you were wrong. Well, no, doesn't look well, does he? It doesn't. Doesn't he look big? He looks. He look, his ties all skew. With. He's got one of those beards. It's not got a moustache to go with. But how do we, James? Thank you for sending that. But how do we know that's not just an Abraham, an Abraham like? A linker like. <laughs> A linker likey. How do we know that that's not? We don't know that, James. We just have uh, the, your evidence, which is a tweet of a sepia photo of a man who may or may not have giantitis. James, if that indeed is your name. Yeah, exactly. I don't believe any of it. I don't believe a single bloody thing. Well, um, if you've just tuned in, where you been? Oh, you've not tuned in for us. You tuned in for the next show. Okay, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I can I can understand that. Um, we got away with it again, guys. Another three hours of let's be honest, paper thin content, and I'm using the word content just as a sentence filler because there's been no content in this show. We spent thirty minutes arguing about how to cook potatoes. <laughs> That has been... It's inform, educate, entertain. Yeah, we go, you see. Lord Reith would be um, very, very excited. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back tonight at 10 o'clock. Um, more's the pity. Uh, we'll, we'll, have, we'll be talking about the best way to cook sausages. Ta-ta. <laughs> Talk radio. Dial up some dialogue. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.